All right, we're about to pull these guys in. Let's see what this is, uh, what they're talking about. I'm turn this music down a little bit, and then we'll, uh, go hang out a little bit, shall we? Let's get this thing started. Let me, uh, let me unmute these guys. A trainer's box, which gives you 10 packs for, like, 70 bucks, but you also get every kind of energy you need, all the dice you need, some sleeves, like, everything you need as, like, a starter kit. But you only get 10 packs of that set. And then, uh, there's singles, and then they have, like, gym packs, which give you, like, a little pin and like six packs and they just bebop around this is a really weird i know you're trying to chat right now i know <laughs> you're trying to talk in <laughs> starting off real weird uh, <laughs> all right well we're finally live we're good to go dutch riot right. the great and powerful is finally freaking here man What's welcome up? Yeah. have you uh, i didn't ask you have you done a podcast before Yes, on caffeine, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> Start with that, man. Well, give us some background. Uh, background to what? Myself? Myself, <laughs> podcasting, what you did, all that goodies. All right. So, well, we met each other on caffeine, obviously. Yep. Um, it was, I remember there being just four of us in total streaming daily. Yeah. It was me, Davi, you. You were the first guy I actually saw streaming. I, I still remember you were playing World of Warcraft. Yep, yep, that was you were, it. You were doing dailies, and I didn't understand what you were doing. No. And you were just opening caches. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, typical World of Warcraft. Yeah, this is what you do in World of Warcraft. Of course. But yeah, then, the, you know, after a while, the podcasting came along, and we just, you know, we said, Why don't we just group up a bunch of us and right. talk? And we... Yeah, talked about nothing at all. Just started the conversation. That's usually how it goes, man. I mean, yeah, we talked. And we kept it at one episode, <laughs> dude. That's Zion, man. Like every time we start a podcast, because we usually do about two hours. We don't really just whatever, however long it feels like. But yeah. usually by two hours, like it's just just the right amount. And uh, but it's like a time bubble. Like you start a conversation, and then it just goes from everywhere yeah it, it just, just it just flies yeah it just keeps going man so um so yeah so let's i want to start with caffeine tv man when yeah how long ago was that and for anybody who's just listening at home or on spotify or wherever you're at um caffeine tv there's a website it's literally caffeine.tv and it's a streaming platform and i have no idea what they're doing now but this it's like when it first came out, right? We were there like when it first, first dropped. I think it was either in 2017 or 2018. Yeah. Somewhere there, I think. Yeah, man. And that's, it was weird because I remember being in the Discord for it because I was trying to find a <laughs> streaming platform and I was like, meh. Like, Mixer seems okay. I don't, did they have Mixer at the time? Yes. They, they did, right? Yeah. And the then, very like first rendition of it, maybe. Right, right. So they had that. And then I was like, hey, Caffeine TV, I can start. I, my idea was like, I'm going to start fresh. Like, I'm going to start with a new platform and try and grow and yeah. see what happens. But it was horribly, horribly, horribly just unoptimized for actually yeah. gaming like, at all. So take take the floor, man. I, it, you know way more It was than I literally, you, you open the site and you have broadcast now, which was okay. You click on how you download their software, but then you realize that most of the games that were supported were the basic ones, which are like World of Warcraft, Heroes of the Storm, Overwatch. Dude, Heroes of the Storm was lit. It was. I think I grinded the shit out supported, of that game. I think. They, um, so back in the day, I remember in the Discord, they had, like, laundry list of games they wanted people to, like, 
because yeah. it wasn't like OBS where you could just turn it on, stream any game. People were doing petitions for games to be added. Yeah, so the developers were constantly having to find like a webhook basically into these games to make it work. And it was the dumbest thing because you're it's a falling tide. I mean, you're, you're never going to keep up with the amount of content no. that people wanted. So I think we were the ones that like brought OBS to we had to use some weird shit. Like we took like, a camera, like we did a lot of weird shit. What was the that hack that we did? <laughs> Well, it started off with me trying to figure out. I broke the site like a million times. And... <laughs> he literally did. Yeah. Um, we had like developers it was coming me and into Dobby chat. Yeah, you had like trying a... to figure out how to get a game to run on caffeine without it needing the software, or or using their software but fooling it that it's another game. And what Dobby was playing he was playing some weird ass indie game on Steam. And he, he renamed it to Overwatch, and it hooked. And I'm like, hey, hey, look at that. And it showed up that he was playing Overwatch, but he was playing the indie game. Right. And I was like, what? What if I renamed OBS to Overwatch? Uh -huh. And there we there, that kicked off. You used literally your your preview window of over or, or of your OBS was what you're streaming. So you weren't streaming with OBS. You were just streaming the preview window. Yep. That was so backwards. Because I remember Davi, I think he found some kind of weird software where it's like it turns your screen into a camera and then yeah. you could capture the camera in That's that what he did broadcast. at first. Yeah, in the broadcast. But the problem software. with that was at the beginning, they had it to only have 40, 480p at like 24 FPS. So it looked really bad. Yeah. And then we and broke the code. Now they have it to like 720 at 60, but. Yeah, and I remember back then, like, we broke the code. Like, I remember we had, uh, we were talking about Zand earlier, and we had, like, the developers yeah. coming in, like, what the hell did you do? <laughs> like, they were, like, I, confused. The, the game I was streaming that was not compatible at all was Forza Horizon 3. Yeah, 3, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And the even the CEO came in. He was like, how? <laughs> Tell me, <laughs> how? <laughs> they were so confused. He was like, that's amazing. Tell me, how? <laughs> So I did this, I crossed the streams, like... Nope. Dude, straight Ghostbuster style. And he actually, he actually said, keep keep going at it, keep doing it. Yeah, it's pretty cool, like, it was cool. I think Kathy, when it first started, it was just the small development team with just, like, yeah. the CEO would come in to your chat, and he would also stream. He would stream on Caffeine, so you could see the guy who owns it, like, running it and coming to chat and chilling, dude. It was freaking awesome but now i don't know what it is now like yeah you had a you had their fake streamer which was zen who we were talking about before you'd literally he would sit in like a soundproof box with windows on it. you'd see the whole the whole development crew behind him yeah. working on the the software while he was streaming yeah it was so cool man i remember that being such a great feeling and then i then the crack started showing a little bit on caffeine uh for yeah. me like for example one guy who there's this brazilian dude who got huge like overnight. Portuguese. Portuguese, Calf. yeah. Get yeah, him. Dude, yeah. I still remember you, dude. If you're watching, I still remember you. you know why <laughs> I remember you? Because you had 20 followers and the next day you had over 2,000. Why? Why'd you have that? And then I just, things started getting shisty because how their algorithm worked is that the more followers you had, just like Twitch, they put you to the top. Yeah. Right? Cream and rise I, to the top. And I, I remember running a test with a new account, fresh account, bunch of them where you would have at the top like a search feature and you had to get like a small list of suggested people to watch 
and it would constantly be the same people. They said, no, it's random, it's random, but it would be, always be the same people. 100%. And you had people that had like the, the check mark, like Twitter, and it verified. was- Yeah. Yeah, you had the verified. I was one of them, they later took that off because you weren't like some big person on another platform or yep. whatever, which is why I kind of backed off. I'm well, like, okay, that's how you see me. It's very okay, oh, their then, payment you know. scale was shisty too, dude. Their payouts- and We'll, we'll get to that yeah, too. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, it was you had five people show up, and it was always four out of five most of the time that were verified. So if you were a beginner or someone starting on the platform, and someone just happened to click on the search thing, you would not show up. Yeah, most likely. You made a whole video about that. I remember you showing it. And I and I posted it. I literally did like two hundred searches that way with a fresh account. And I refreshed it, clicked again, refreshed, clicked again, followed no one, never clicked the stream on that account. And they ignored me. <laughs> yeah, they ignored, they didn't say a word. They didn't no. say anything. And then and people on their Discord were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. And so it was super shisty because it seems like, I, not hating on the Portuguese guy, he, he f cracked the code, man. He figured yeah. it out. So I'm not... I don't hate the hustle, but it was just, it became very apparent that they were favoriting, you know, there is a lot of favoritism going on. And then on top of that, talk about the pay. Well, remember the, so the we, star we, of the stars? We were begging or, or for a very long time for a way to like get donations or followers or subscribers or whatever. That never came to happen. What instead they did was like, imagine Twitch emotes, right? But being animated GIFs. And they would cost something, like bits, for example. Mm -hmm. The most expensive one was a potato, and that, that would cost you like a hundred bucks. The golden potato, so you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you did so, it permanently, or you'd only so get to use it once on your whatever favorite person. Yeah. So wow. you'd pay caffeine, a, 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 basically a sum. They'd convert it into coins, which you waste on, let's say, the potato or or clapping or whatever kind of animated icon they have. And then the streamer would get, I don't remember how much it was, but I think it was like half of that. Literally, like, I think it was, I think when I first came out with it, when they, somebody did the math, cause this is what happens. Caffeine developers would make something, they'd put it out to the discord and the ether, and they'd say, this is now it, test it. Somebody ran the numbers and you were getting 35%, like, 40 something, I think, I don't remember the exact number, it was somewhere in the range of 40 to 50% of the payout. So if you got $100, mm -hmm. you'd only get $42 and some change. And then it was like, but But then, the, the, for example, that potato would be worth something else in another currency that the streamers would only be able to see, which was the payout currency. Mm -hmm. And that payout currency in total needed to be 100 bucks for you to be able to get a payout. Yep. Yeah. But then you get your country's taxes, you know, depending on where you live. On top of that, you know, it's districts versus counties versus yeah, it's overseas. What about that one? Yeah, yeah dude, it got really shitty because it, it after yeah. you do the math, man. So not only did you have to pay a dollar, so let's say you have one dollar, you pay one dollar, you buy that potato currency, the the the, the things you needed to get the potato. Yeah. Well, it never translated to a full dollar. So you lost money just buying the bits off the jump, right? We'll just call mm -hmm. it bits because easy. We all understand bits. So so you paid a dollar of bits, you got 90 bits. So you already mm -hmm. lost some off the top. And then you pay for the thing and that cost you whatever. So it's never they were sneaky about it. 
like one emote was a hundred bits, but you'd only get a hundred bits for two dollars because you had to get two dollars worth of bits. You could never just pay for one. It was never one to one ratio. So you lost money off the jump if you were a, a viewer, and then on the back end, you lost money on the yeah. backside if you were a streamer because those bits you got now turned into let's just call them stars as streamer currency. And so your streamer currency, they'd give you a exactly. reduced rate for that currency. <laughs> and the entire everybody blew up on Twitter or Discord. They're like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> they like. I like, made three hundred dollars. We just asked for a donate button. Nothing more. <laughs> yeah, just, literally, that's it. Yeah, what is and this? There was something so unique as well about caffeine, which they took oh. away, which was gift chat. Like you could post a gif with a text on top of it and send it in chat, and the streamer would be able to see it. And oh, the cool thing too is you could vote. Now, one thing caffeine did really cool, I liked, um, is you could do a voting system. So somebody made a cool comment, you could vote for that comment in chat. Oh yeah. And then it would rise to the top, and that was sweet. Like that was a great system. They could have yeah, easily because done the that. The chat is like bubble based, right? Mm -hmm. It would it would be like you'd have a vertical, just a vertical chat only, or horizontal, I mean. And it would all be like chat bubbles, but they'd have like a five second duration or something like that. And you can make and the duration last longer. Yeah, you, you if you voted someone's comment to be like really cool or awesome or wholesome or whatever, it would stay longer. Yeah. So that social side of thing was awesome, but when they put that monetization, it just ruined it. Yeah. Just, and then I don't know what they're doing now. Last, I keep seeing like ads on Facebook that shows me like they're they're having rap battles. That's the only ads I see about caffeine. <laughs> so that's the only thing I see that's going on over there. I have no idea. And obviously, what's happening. the the two plus size was the webcam thing that people could choose where to place it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you if you because you have two outputs, you have the webcam and the game output. So. They could be rotated around. If people wanted your face in the top left, they could just simply go in their own browser and drag it there. Oh, yeah. that's cool. It was pretty cool. I mean, it was really, I think it was pretty intuitive. And I think before we started the podcast, you call it, they appletized it. They yeah. they made streaming really social I mean, if you and go, cool. If you go to the site now, it's like bright white. There's no like black mode or anything. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's a pain in the ass to get through through nighttime. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, dude. It's definitely weird. Yeah, if you, if you open up Caffeine TV now, it's like, like right in your face, man. It's colorful. It's bubbly. It's it's bright. Yeah. And so, I mean, good on them for keep keeping in there. I don't see Caffeine TV lasting much longer. Sorry, CEO dude with the ponytail. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know where you're. They've gone this weird niche where they've gone like ben full. Ben and Sam. Is Sam? They that's were... right. Yeah. Sorry, Ben. Ben and Sam. They were both uh, the CEO. Yeah. But I was like, dude, I don't know. You know. Good on them for keeping in there. I mean, Mixer got shit on. So they must be making money. I mean, they're still in production two years later. So well, I think they're, they're trying to go for like, because Ben and Sam did work on the Apple TV product mm -hmm. line. I think they're kind of trying to take that approach. Oh, like converting online content into a TV kind of material. Mm, that makes sense. Like high production. And I, I guess rap battles didn't have their place on YouTube or any other place, so... That's true. I mean, that's a good way of putting it. But playing devil's advocate, it's not a bad choice. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, similar to podcasts. Like, podcasts are a little bit of everywhere, but if there was a, a single place where you know you're going to get the most viewers for a podcast, people would naturally migrate there. So it would, if, Yeah, it would be... You'd get overflow. Yeah. You'd, you'd, and then as everything else... So this is... I wanted to... Before we jump into Division 2, um, give yeah. us a little background on streaming. So you moved from Caffeine TV, and then you moved to, oh, I saw Mixer, right? 
I did. Yeah. So I started off on Twitch. That was like way, way back. That was just like I think right after they went from Justin to Twitch. Justin okay. to Twitch. Okay. Kind of started. So like I was 2011. Like, yeah. Damn. Then yeah. Then I can I, I stopped because I had other things to do. Then mm -hmm. I was like one day just scrolling through Facebook and just saw like caffeine ad. I'm like streaming made easy. I'm like, oh yeah, that was the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was streaming. A thing. Yeah. I did that thing. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> so I clicked on it. I'm like, hey, cool. Okay, so I started. I oh. saw you on the site, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna stream here then. So stream there for I think one and a half years, two years maybe. Yeah. Which I could have spent on another platform, but yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> yeah. is what it is. Yeah, it's risk that you take. Yep. Then I indeed tried Mixer, but Mixer. I was trying it in the Warframe period when I was addicted uh, to that game. Mm. Actually, I actually mean, downloaded that game on my new PC. I'm debating on getting my feet wet <laughs> He's in. About it. to jump back in, yeah. I, I played recently as well. It's it's they've they've made it way bigger. Like I I, I don't even understand what I have to do anymore. The yeah, game. they introduced yeah. like two new enemy types, three new locations. Yeah. Like I was talking yeah. to your buddy Doc that you played Tarkov with mm -hmm. plays it religiously. So I was trying to pick yeah, his brain because that's. That's what I played before I played Destiny 2. I put about 900 hours into that, and then D2 Forsaken came out, and we made the Switch, and then 2,000 hours later. Yeah, exactly. So you, you were playing After, Warframe, and then you did Mixer on Warframe, or Warframe yeah. on Mixer. Yeah, I was trying to grow there, because they didn't really have a large PC platform viewership mm -hmm. there. It was mostly console. Yeah. I realized, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of in the wrong waters here. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, D Live came along. I was like, "Let's try that." Oh yeah, I remember the D Live, <laughs> or the the, ye the yellow platform. Oh, yep. I, that's all I remember Black about D Live. Just and it yellow. was all like, kind of like uh, e currency based, like Bitcoin kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I remember had them having this sub noise, which was basically a quack of a fucking quack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. Quack. Yeah. <laughs> That was a wacky platform. Is that still going? Is DLive yes. still alive? Is it? Yeah, it's, uh, PewDiePie actually promoted that site for a while. Oh, that's well. right. He, he did. Live stream on blockchain. He was, he was trying to diversify options more so than just YouTube or yeah. Twitch. Yeah. That's smart. I mean, they probably paid him a super big lump sum. I remember there was some controversy about that place, too, where they the developers were like some Chinese-based company, and they were... Well, I'm vaguely remembering this right now, I'll but I'll tell you a funny story why I stopped streaming this. So, I'm another buddy called Stream King Rex, which you also know from Cat. I know Stream King. Yeah. Yep, we know Stream King. I haven't seen him on Twitch in forever, but we'll come back to that. Yeah, he's basically family and stuff. But gotcha. Yeah, we, uh, I, I told him try D Life as well, and we we were on there for a bit, and also another guy Deep Nausea that I've known. Oh yeah, shout out to <laughs> Deep, dude. And <laughs> all of a sudden on the front page, there's this chick. And she's a bikini reviewer and we were oh, like no. oh no here it comes it's here it comes yep. yep in thong and everything on the front page and we were like this can't be happening mm -hmm. no yeah everyone complained about it there are a bunch of i can't say the word anymore but you know what i mean it starts with s right being banned <laughs> And uh, they were all like, no, no, it's good content. We like this. Let her stay. And they let her stay. They didn't ban her or anything. And we were like, bye. Right. We're out. And that's, you know, <clears throat> personal. Pro and then that's the same thing, like, in, in regards to bikini, like, girls who do that. Like, I'll, let me put it this way. 
If I well, could do was, it, this wasn't just like bikini. This was like thong and almost being able just to see everything. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I get it. It's just, it's one. And of, we doing actually, yoga in that thong. Right. Well, that, that's the thing. Is that, what I was saying is like <laughs> I, we had we had um uh Peyton who um she was on the other the podcast like what was that episode 12, 13? It was a while back. While wow, uh, she's a Destiny two streamer um and. She said it best, man. She was like, look, e I could easily wear low cut and I'm probably yeah. butchering what she said, but I could easily, but I choose not to, but she's, I have the same feeling. It's like, you know, good on them for doing it. If I, if I was a girl and I could get, a, let's just say right now, let's say people like chest hair, right? If I could be a chest hair streamer and that would blow up, I'd fucking do it. Like, I'm just, I'm exactly. You're just using what I mean, is given to you, for man. For example, you, you have someone on YouTube that's been banned a million times, Belle Delphine. Yep. We've all yep, heard of her. Yep. Yep. hundred times. She might look like a that's whore my dog. to people or, or a slut, but if you think about it, behind that face is a mastermind in marketing. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. 100%. She's really smart. She's a genius, dude. Oh, especially because... Yeah. And that's the thing is that people don't understand, like... Cause I come from a business background and a marketing background, and that is she's a genius. She's she sold water. <laughs> she ate an octopus <laughs> on freaking camera. Like <laughs> what? She had a pet o dead octopus. Like who? Yeah. That's so controversial, so weird, so out there that of course it got a million and a half clicks. Like and there, there was genius. another case that I read up on or heard about. I think through another podcast as well. I think through H3 or something. Mm -hmm. There was this, there's this uh, porn site for live streamers for chicks okay. that people could pay money to, for her to do things, right? And right. there was this girl who was really either shy or just thought, you know what, I'm going to try this. Maybe it brings in people. Uh -huh. She did like this VR chat kind of, you know, like the whole body animated thing right. and used the anime chick that was scarcely clothed. Huh. And she could just like on a click a button, change clothing, like a wardrobe kind of situation. Oh, okay. And she was bringing in more viewers than the actual girls themselves. And they were like, hey, we are actually showing something here oh. on camera. And she's not. The tables this is not have fair. turned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, this is not fair. But the thing is, what and what H or Ethan on H, she said, you know, the thing is, with those animated chicks, she can adjust to what her public likes. Like, if yeah. they want bigger boobs, she can just, like, Bring another character out with bigger boobs. That's you genius, know? <laughs> dude. That's so genius. Like, yeah, and they started hating on her. That's. I mean, here's the thing, man. And this is Hi. this is this is the thing amongst a lot of VTubers. VTubers, <laughs> exactly. VTubers, the 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 rise of VTubers. But here's the thing: is like in a market. Let's just take any market, right? Yeah. Um, cream rises to the top, man. And if innovation, people, innovation, something and, new, exactly. Look at Doctor Disrespect. Like who, who would have thought of streaming in like the eighties VR style with a WWE personality? Who knew that yeah. that would work? He tried it and it worked. It worked. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. It worked well, until somebody goes into a bathroom with a camera. So. Yeah. Until I think Every, everyone has their mess up. PewDiePie is the bridge. He has the bathroom. You know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So here's so this is actually we're since we're on this topic, this is actually really good conversation I was having with Invoke the other day. Um, actually, I was having this conversation with Dizzy. Um, so back when Justin TV started and you you should you probably you've been through it. So, you know, exactly what the transition. Yeah. Back then, people got famous because it was so new. Just just um, yeah. streaming in general is just new, but now it's so mainstream. 
there's a unique thing that's happening that actually happens in a lot of like sports and happens in a lot of, uh, uh, for example, um, comedy. Comedy is a great example. The the amount of content is so big that you have to be you have to put on a bigger production to actually stand out, which makes yeah. you be a uh, it makes you can no longer just turn the camera on and get a thousand mm -hmm. viewers. You have to have production. You have to have these things. And it's making us all better. It's controversial, but yeah, streamers that don't make it um, or or think they can just turn a camera on. That's gone. I think that's completely it's just out the window, dude. It's there's you can't you can't just turn a camera on and exactly. think you're going to get a thousand viewers. And so with the rise of VTubers, you're starting to see it there. Certain VTubers that started out are no longer big anymore because they didn't innovate. You had to keep innovating mm -hmm. VTubers. I think you just said something, man. Like if you're going to go on something like OnlyFans and then show a VTuber, that's like the cream of the crop innovation. And then people think it's like, oh, she's doing it without any effort. She's not showing anything. You know, she's not getting her personal life. Well, that's the thing. She found a way to do what she likes. Yep. Which is not, you know, maybe she does like showing herself in a certain way, provocative way, but doesn't want her face accidentally, you know, shown or whatever. And... She found a way to hide that completely, not yep. show where she lives, not show the background of her house or anything, you know. So yeah. Pe there are creeps that do that. They'll look through a window and be like, that tree, I know that tree, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I saw the star alignment, which means you're probably somewhere around here. <laughs> Little Dipper was yeah. on that side. If I look at a 90 degree angle with my fucking... That red yeah. car has gone by six times now. I recognize <laughs> I caught the I caught that license plate. It starts with a V. There's only this amount of cars that start you with a the V. You hear the ice cream man in the background, little Timmy? <laughs> People are creepy, dude. It's, it's those kind of... Like, I get it. You're putting your personal life on, on there, and, and all of a sudden, there's some girl some that doesn't even show anything that, not... at all. Yeah. yeah. She found a way to be anonymous and still do the things she likes, raise money, exactly. and then do something she's innovating a whole new path. So, And people who hate on it, and this is controversial, but I, you're just being jealous. You're At the just... same time, she also wastes the same amount of money to get that going. Oh, yeah. Then you're just buying, like, beautiful lingerie because... Oh, if yeah. you look at how much a VR headset costs, and then you have to like get like the foot tracker, the arm tracker, the waist tracker, a chest piece tracker, whatever, because oh, yeah. now there's like sensory kind of, or I don't know how you call it, I think sensory body suits that you can wear. If people touch you in game, they can you can feel it like oh, haptic feedback suits. Haptic feedback, mm -hmm. yeah. Dude, yeah, it's crazy. I think, uh, again, in any market, like, like and you could say yeah. it's a capitalist VR way of thinking. VR was was literally just growing up. Yeah. With the, like Beat Saber had come out and people were like buying headsets just to play that. Yeah, absolutely. In, in a market, the, the, chat, the best always know, rises to the top, thing. man. Just is what it is. Yeah. Like, and if you're feel like you're being stagnant, then it's time to make some innovation because you got to find something. You don't get to control what the viewers like. You just can put something in the market and see if it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. Shoot Go. your shot and worst case you miss, try again. Yeah, like Belle Daphine, she's a genius. I mean, I'm, don't, I'm not a big fan of her content, but at the same time, a lot of people are and they but are for a reason. She showed up on an on a, on a English podcast where you hear her actual like you hear her uh -huh. not the the character she's made and you, you literally find out that she's just a genius oh yeah 100 percent, dude it's it's yeah. she did 100%. uh she also did the i listened to the cold ones podcast and she did a podcast with them and she's good friends with uh one of the guys on there i forget his name but 
they were just talking back and forth the whole time and they get drunk on that pocket like they get slammered that's <laughs> yeah. the whole point of the cold ones podcast it's yeah. hilarious yeah well look and, if you take her if you, oh i'm sorry continue no you're good it's like she goes into like that's my persona when i'm working when i'm not working i'm just me it's just yeah. daily right and what she's done is genius too because now i think she's moving over to some kind of streaming platform where she's doing like I have no idea. more promiscuous stuff. We'll just say promiscuous <clears throat> is a good way of putting it. And yeah. um but she's built now she's built this base that wants that content and she's slowly giving a bridge to that content, which she'll probably make hand over fist. I think from a, she's genius. She started on YouTube, got big on YouTube, and now she's finding she's now gotten bigger than YouTube. She can move to a different yeah. platform and she her she's been grooming her her audience to move with her, which is like you can't say that's not smart. <laughs> that's so yeah. smart. For example, they, they, they asked her, so what if I sold my own bathwater? How much would I be able to sell it for? She'd be like, oh, 25 easily, like yeah. I did. And they'll yeah. be like, really? They're like, yeah, just limit it to 100. Yeah. That's how you sell it. Yeah. You, li limit you make it, it limited. Yeah. And it, So they Which... asked, well, does that mean you're not going to make it anymore? She's like, well, maybe, but then it'll be like a, another limited with something extra. But yeah. I'm not going to. She actually talked thing. about that's, that. That's what people want. They want limited stuff. They don't want something that's unlimited. Right. She Absolutely. actually talked about that on that Cold Ones podcast. She said that over the course of like three days, she took like four baths a day to get that out. Right. And then they just sat there with like masonite jars, just fucking scooping, scooping like dude. all day. It's genius. Who else do we know in the modern world is selling bath water or something crazy like that and making money since then a lot more people well i but. guess yeah but she's the first one first one yeah. Ever. i mean and, that's uh, there's yeah. something to be said I almost about said engineer innovator. but it's pioneer <laughs> yeah pi uh, yeah i mean it's exactly i mean i'm gonna she go ahead and right back okay cool all right yeah i mean if you think about it she engineered it i have no idea how we got on this tangent but when it comes to content creation in general you've been a content creator forever like you shoot your shot and sometimes it doesn't work. Same thing with Warframe. Like you try to find on on uh, Mixer, you try to do Warframe for PC. I mean, how'd that work? Uh, it was, I found a small community, but it wasn't really, you know, Mixer wasn't feeling home for me. Right. Say. And so when did you it's, make the transition over to Twitch? Uh, I don't remember. I yeah, think I it was like three four years ago maybe i got gotcha. you but i i tried full time it burned me out like crazy mm. you know people say streaming doesn't burn you out it does oh I had it the does best, best hardware there was at a second pc at a ryzen 7 3600 accident and you know i had all the audio setup which was also a headache every day there was always oh you're like always. i didn't touch the mixer the mixer is there i'm gonna Hi. super glue those freaking sliders and everything oh yeah yeah. Yeah, and, and then still the next day you, you start up and it still messes up so hundred percent, dude. We find that <laughs> dude as a streamer joke about that for the podcast, man. It's always something busted. Always. Yeah. And it's just like what is it gonna be today? Yeah, oh you're like one day the audio starts just as perfect as you expect, and then it's the camera that doesn't work. You're yep. like, oh god, eh, here we go with that again. Here we go, dude. Yeah, exactly. Dude, <sighs> It's such a mess and content creation and the worst part too and i was talking we, when we had dizzy on the podcast you talked a little bit about it but i think you have way more years in, in content creation than probably me and zon combined and well so i don't I, I don't know if like streaming alone is content creation because i think content creation. creation also involves in like youtube and stuff like that i, I tried 
tried two or three videos and I realized how much work it was and I was like bro that's yeah oh my god I could go you see what I've been making lately like yeah. it is time consuming and I just, can understand why some big YouTubers would actually buy or purchase let's no, I wouldn't say buy a video editor but like buy a you could say a monthly sub to have someone constantly you know do that's what they do they rent people to do that yeah it's genius especially if you're big enough yeah. i mean why not have somebody else do it because it takes forever it, if you're busy making con you get to a point i guess in your content creation career where maybe you're big enough where you get enough money where you can live you know you live comfortably makes sense if you can spend more time making the content and then have somebody else editing it just pay them to do it you know what i mean yeah. it's way easier um yeah yeah for example the you have different approaches to the content creation which is like pewdiepie who just sits at home, records with his webcam, sends it off to his editors. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Obviously, that's what he's done for years. He's also edited himself. But then you have, for example, Mr. Beast, mm. who is another example. Yeah, he does a whole different thing. Like he, in a, um, I remember Casey Neistat interview, they asked him how how are you keeping up with everything, and he says, "I pay people to do everything. Yeah, I don't go shopping." I pay someone to do shopping. As stupid as it may sound, I need all my time in YouTube. It's smart. Do I need my clothing washed? I pay someone to do it. Yeah. Do I need my bed done? I'll pay someone to do it. That's I genius. need 100% focus on YouTube. That's a genius. That's how he does it. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's how you, I mean, I mean, quite honestly, it's your time is valuable. And if time is yeah, money exactly. and time is value, then you just put a dollar amount on it and that's your time. You know, and you pay for it and you're going to lose it regardless. You're either going to pay in time or you're going to pay in money. And so if he's really 100 yeah. percent focused, I think I saw a recent interview, too, where he was talking or maybe I read this. Um, he was talking about when he first started on YouTube. All he did is he got him and a bunch of his friends to basically just learn the algorithm inside and out. They were watching nine, ten hours a day of YouTube, seven days a week for months on end, like just not getting sleep, yeah. basically just living on YouTube to figure out what's popular, what works, what doesn't work, and literally like gaming the system almost, but it wasn't gaming the system, they were just smarter. He was just being smart about it. And it was crazy when he come to think about it, like, of course he got big. <clears throat> it's not like he was a fluke, it was a calculated He learned the time. algorithm. Yeah, 100%. Same dude. with um, a channel that I've been watching for a while, uh, Veritasium, I don't know if you know him. Mm -mm, don't know that one. He's a kind of he's an ex NASA employee. Okay. He worked on like the rovers from Mars and stuff. And he made a video that has to do with uh, I think it was called "Can you swim in shade balls?" I think it was called. And shade what? balls. They they're literally just <laughs> black balls that are filled with half with water, and they put them over like water reservoirs to avoid it from evaporating. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Okay, yeah. Okay. They, they, they and he later on, his video was unsuggested everywhere. While no one was looking for shade balls, like why would why would you look for shade balls? Right, nobody would. Later on, he posted a video of how he how he figured out the algorithm, and he did it speaking with Mr. Beast. Yeah, dude, it's just it's just that guy knows. He just knows. Yeah, yeah. Zion, we were just talking. Did you have your headphones on? Did you listen? Yeah. To okay, yeah. So we were just talking about Mr. Beast and all that stuff, like how he learned the algorithm, and it's I mean. 
just like anything, any other piece of IT that's out there, there is a rhyme and a reason, a human who has created these algorithms to do a certain thing. So if you can crack that code, man, more power to you. Just like Belle Daphine, yeah. with her, she cracked the code. Like, she found a way to make content that's in engaging, and it is what it is. And, and then you have, it, it, with like, all those people, like Dr. Disrespect, Belle Delphine and everything, there's always people going to be pointing out like, oh, I could do that Hi. too. Yeah. It's like, that's not, that's the wrong way of viewing it. You're, you're not asking the right question. Like, what should I do to do that? Right. Rather than saying, oh, I can do that too. Yeah. hundred percent. I, because people see it as something easy. Like they see Dr. Disrespect, well, I could put a wig on and put some glasses and then scream some bad words and then- There's more fine. production value to it than yeah, that though. Yeah, 100%. If you look at like, if you look at this old stuff, there, it, it was as simple as our stuff. They had, had a simple overlay, a quick button to switch to like a just chatting window. Now he's got like a whole, his own songs. His like, it looks like a- He got his I own map and his own character in Rogue yeah. Company. He made his it own commercials, like dude. He made his own commercials. Genius. It looks, yeah. It's his own energy drinks. Yeah. Know? He got that because he, he kept that same brand and he just built upon it. Uh, yep. That's like, uh, I was talking a shout out to Dizzy Dilo again. He's my favorite streamer and I'm not ashamed to say that. And the reason he is is because his production value is fantastic. He figured it out. He learned how to do it himself. He's built it all himself and he's just, he's... He's figured this, he's got this thing. You know what I'm saying? There's a thing. Yeah. Like Dr. Disrespect has that thing. People watch Ninja because he's got a, he's got that, that it, that thing that you yeah, want. If you, want, if you watch like you the want. voice, you yeah. got the coaches looking for that thing. That in, thing. In someone. Yeah, exactly. So I think Dizzy's got that thing. But if you look at his production value from when he, even six months ago to today, it's a ongoing process. It never, yeah. ever stops. And the problem is a lot of content creators, they get to, Overlay, camera, game, talking, reading, chat. They think that's enough. It's like, well, it used to be, but that's an old model. In today's yeah. world, you gotta have Dr. Disrespect level stuff. And even then, you still have to be entertaining. You could have all of Dr. Disrespect stuff, but if you don't even have, if you don't have uh, yeah. even a sliver of his character, you're fucked. <laughs> like, it but doesn't even, matter. E even then, you also have people that don't like that stuff. I, for example, I, I like watching his gameplay, but then all the stuff in between, I find that a little excessive. That That is my opinion. Yeah. I prefer someone that just click start stream, no beginning screen, nothing, whatever, boom. Right. Go. Right. Just play. And that's the hard that, that's part. That's how I stream as well. Yeah. And I that's just, the hard I, part about content creation, yeah. dude, is that there's no roadmap. No. There's, there's guidelines, but exactly. zero roadmap. There's no one to tell you Unless you got people in chat and somebody on your team telling you, hey, this was good, hey, this was bad. But even then, that's their preference. And it might not yeah. coexist and coexide with what you want, which is like, it's such a weird mess. And that's why at the end of the day, if you want, like for anybody who's listening at home, if you want to make content, just start throwing darts at the board, dude, and figure out what works for you. Because there's no one's going to yeah. tell you. The audience will tell you if it's good or bad. That's the only thing they can do, man. Like you just got to learn through numbers and like, oh, I shouldn't have said this or, ooh, this overlay looks clunky or, and you're going to be updating forever. Just deal with it <laughs> like it just happens man like w w one of the biggest things that grows is curiosity things which is like things that triggers people's interest in in knowing what why that happens for example right. you got these guys that god i can't remember their channel um 
They're from Australia, and they literally have like a tower, and they drop things from the tower up onto some some item. Like I think a I've melon seen it, like or... a like a bowling ball hits a bunch of glass. They have or like something. a Hulk punch and everything, and, and a big giant sword and everything. What? Yeah, and it's just all that interesting stuff. You have the slow mo guys, which uh, have, yeah. have, have slow free and uh yeah. What's his name? Dan Which which are also it. part of they were she was part, a part I, of Gaff... and Achima Hunter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's just and you got different strokes for different folks, man. You know, there's a piece of con there's a guy who just does like ASMR woodwork. Doesn't talk, doesn't say anything. He gets three or four million views video doesn't say a word doesn't even show his face just hands and woodworking but there's there's something to it you know people yeah, like the there content. might be people that like the sound of that or people that are interested in learning the ways that he you know yeah man it's this. weird man it's just you never know all right so we get to talk about the fun stuff well it's been fun but now we're gonna talk about yeah. the meat and potatoes of this podcast meat and potatoes yeah all right so Division 2. What in the fuck is happening with Division 2 right now? Where are they at? What is the state of the game? Let's start with that. I wish we knew as well. <laughs> <laughs> that That's where we could start. Yeah, oh, it's no. it's that bad. It's oh, that bad right no. now. Okay, what's going on? So obviously on? you had the holiday season, right? Yep. So the state of the game that they, that they have to make is still... They still have to bring that up. But they focused really hard on the new game mode called the Summit. Okay. Which is kind of a roguelike kind of thing, but without you getting abilities. So normally a roguelike is like where you improve your power, right? It's you climb from floor one to one hundred in a in a tower. You can start from anywhere basically by matchmaking. If you can have a group that has like floor eighty already, and you have a checkpoint safe there. You just leapfrog. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, exactly. But they focus so hard on that that they forgot another aspect of the game, which is a very big aspect in other games as well, not just Division, which is PvP. Uh-oh. What do they do now? They they have to fix a lot of things, and they haven't listened. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. I think I stopped playing Division 2... I don't know, earlier last year? I mean, I was in it for about three months, and then... We'll get into the rest of that later, but I yeah. I think that's been the same thing. Is like they fix one thing, they break two others, and it's just a constant. So, for that. example, Division One, the game got fixed by like TU six, right? Mm. So it's title update six. Mm -hmm. Now you're already showing that face, but we're in title update twelve in Division Two, and people are not happy with PvP. Uh, yeah, no. not happy with PvP. Not happy with glitches. Bugs, yeah. exploits, yeah. Dark Zone just being like a cesspool for like three different builds. Yeah. Okay. So uh, before we move forward, Zion, let's go on exploit. What happened to you when you played Division Two? For the <laughs> viewers out there who haven't heard, so we this, got in. Explain. We made a clan out of it with Funfortunate, with me, Azrael, you, bunch of the fun guys, Danny, mm -hmm. whole bunch of us, and we rocked out. We grinded. We had a good time. Started grinding for Bullet King or whatever. And then word started rolling around with, uh, who is it? Wave. And then uh, there was like Ecore and a couple other bigger streamers that were, uh, or YouTubers that were doing, hey, just a heads up, there's a damage glitch rolling around. You can like quadruple your damage output. And sometimes even higher than that, you can just infinitely stack damage. Yeah. So you just one shot everything. And then people were using it to farm 
raids. They were using it to farm fortresses. They're using it to find and loot for percentile, just your normal kit. Or you could try to find certain perks on items and just make the grind a lot easier by just walking through and looking at everything and they die. Right. True. Then people discovered that, oh yeah, as long as you don't teleport point A to point B and you just run around, you can take this damage glitch into Dark Zone. And that's where the game got broken because literally everyone would just run around with uh, there was like a couple of the SMG builds and there was one like the M1A build was just tap dead. Yep. Just yeah. instant two taps. Yep. yep. Yeah. And people would just run around and oh hey look there's a guy up there behind that car and I see his head. He's dead. Yep. Think. Yep. So yeah, I remember and that. I remember that being like the big thing for a while. Is like right literally this, everyone's one M one A one. The first rendition of this bug wasn't that bad, but what was bad was shortly thereafter, along with all the league play that came out with that season, they introduced shortly thereafter the uh, the legendary raids or the legendary fortresses, whatever mm-hmm. they are, and people started using the damage glitch for that, and they were like, "Oh, this is this is too difficult without the glitch. Like if you're not using it, it's just, it's too hard to do unless you have yep. a fully kitted out team of like one tech guy that can stun everything. Yeah. One guy that can yeah. heal everybody. One guy that's DPS and another guy that's DPS support. And like nobody had, everybody was bitching because nobody had the time to farm that out unless no. they were a big streamer or a full-time grinder. So everybody's using the glitch. Well, lo and behold, shortly thereafter, after everybody starts bitching about it being the in Banhammer PvP. Came in. Banhammer came in, first roll around. First roll around hits like a couple thousand people, and they supposedly banned like 10,000 was their official list. Second wave rolls around, and I got account banned. And they're, the issue people were having within the community were, even if you didn't use the exploit, but you were in the fire team with someone who did, you would still get banned. If it was found out that you were looting and grinding with someone who you took care, like took advantage <laughs> of the exploit, that's ridiculous. I, I used it once myself in like what Dutch Riot said, where he was uh, in a private lobby by himself. I never bothered around. anyone's progress. I yeah. was always alone, and if a friend wanted to come along, I let him. But You'd be him, like, hey, you know, I, I, up. yeah, I'm doing this and that. He's like, yeah, okay, with that. And I'm not going to say his name, but he didn't get banned in the end. I did. Yeah. Like, so I never I did bothered it, anyone's progress. I did it solo grinding for Bullet King, doing that stupid ass, like the one of the, I don't remember which missionary it was, but there's the one where you end up inside the trade center room. Oh, with yeah. the with the four big dudes. Yeah, and yeah. you would just farm them for the opportunity to get. Uh, it was. It's, God, I can't remember the name right now because I I really don't do a lot of PVE anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but. Uh, I farmed that for like a week and then I asked as if he wanted to grind for it with me and he's like uh, I'm kind of scared of that exploit and I was like okay so I stopped using it and then somebody else me and him queued up into a group and we ran into somebody that was using it and we farmed for like three four hours I got it and then five six a week later days uh, the rollouts hit and you would get a one week account ban so you couldn't even touch the game like you would hit it and you would go play and it would say account is frozen or suspended for the mm-hmm. time being relog at such and such time. And then once everybody got access to their accounts, it was a two week rollback prior to the ban. Jesus so all of that Christ. grinding I had just done, 
all of that farming. I had just gotten BK. I had just done a whole shitload of league progress for that yep. season. Yep. All of that was gone. And I was just disgusted because I lost like four different builds I farmed in that time. I lost BK. I lost, uh, I think I had a God roll Lady Death. I had a God roll of the LMG. What was the LMG that did? Uh, everybody thought it was kind of a meme, but it, it did like the poison damage. Oh, pestilence. Pestilence, yep. Pestilence, yeah. I had a god roll pestilence with like damage and crit rate or something. Mm -hmm. And I lost that. And then I was just, I was like, nope, I'm done. I logged off uninstalled. <laughs> and then my right hand guy, Azrael Cursebreaker, was like, hey, before you get rid of all that stuff, toss me uh, clan lead for our, our group. And I never did. I've, yeah. I felt bad. Yeah. They brought that up in <laughs> never a podcast did. a couple <laughs> yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. I'll and, tell you uh, something funnier about that damage glitch that you didn't make part of i guess i i never got to do that because they fixed it after two days but it was quite oh, hilarious so you could make it that a shotgun did so much damage that you would end up doing negative damage what that it would work. break the intrinsic value no what what people were doing is they were spawning a random world boss right or going into a mission and they would kill the boss but then they'd shoot the body with the shotgun and revive him what that's interesting. Because it, it did keep... negative damage, it healed the boss. So it could keep farming him. That's interesting. Yes. Ah! That's awesome. <laughs> That's so stupid. Yep. <laughs> the people were doing so much damage, that it was getting into negative numbers. I'm going to kill you so good, you're coming back to life. <laughs> they, they would kill him, boom, shoot him, it'd be alive again, and the loot would constantly drop again, because it would it'd be considered so... a, new, a new spawn. Oh, that's just a funny bug, dude. That's just good. This is good bug right there. And people abuse the hell out oh, of it. Oh, I bet. I mean, that's the thing about gaming, dude. If you've got a glitch in the system, people are going to abuse it. And it's, that news is going to spread like wildfire. It's going to be on and Reddit I, in three hours. I still remember that Destiny or Bungie posted an image when that news came out that thousands of people were banned. Bungie like literally poked up massive. By posting something, hey, if we find that people are glitching or bugging in our game, it's our fault. We do not yeah. suspend their accounts. Dude, 100%. It's not that it's like, I remember they had the uh, uh, Vault of Glass, like back in the day in Destiny 1, I the Vault of Glass push, like hard mode was tough. So you just push the boss off the side because the Atheon fight was a nightmare. So it was just easier to get a Warlock to throw a bunch of grenades and push him off the side. It just it, everybody did it every you couldn't get yeah. into a group without doing that because that was what everybody wanted to do bungie yeah, didn't want zero well, bands yeah. they made yeah, a, they made a meme lost. out of it dude they made a meme out of it they because that's do hardly any groups that i knew like some of the groups knew how to do riven the right way right but almost everybody did riven the cheese where you just shot her in the mouth rather than the eyeballs yep shoot her in the mouth with the uh with oh. the rocket launcher that the, the cluster bombs right yeah yep that was it that was it. That was the way to do it, man. Seriously. But that's how it goes. Every I mean, game is, yeah. Every game is the glitch of glitches and bugs. Like Division 1, for example, every, the reason why everyone glitched in Division 2 is because they did in Division 1 and didn't get banned for it. True. There yeah, was stuff, there, there was very, very stupid stuff in Division 1 where, for example, you had Falcon Lost, which was a stronghold. Mm -hmm. And you also had like that the shield that you could deploy on the floor. Right. So you could just get in cover behind it. It was deployable cover, or I can't remember how it was called. I think it was a smart cover or something like that. I think you it was smart cover. It. Smart cover, yeah. You could get in cover, and then while crouching, you did the animation of like 
going onto a ladder, if you'd climb the ladder, your character would keep going mm -hmm. through the floor. <laughs> and you'd end up on street level, and you'd be able to shoot the tank boss, which was in a tank, and you'd use explosive builds. You had a, uh, I don't remember how it was, but I think you had like a way to activate explosive bullets, and you would just hit the boss with explosive bullets from outside the raid. Oh, so you had the buff. You had the buff where you could put explosive bullets on. And you yeah, you had like consumables. Yep. You, had, you had like uh, fire damage bullets and stuff like that. Yep. You could take those in, and people would just shoot the boss from outside the walls. So you do it in the hardest difficulty, not take damage because the boss would know where you are, but wouldn't be able to hit you. And then once it was done, you just Roll Line out and kill Line yourself. back Go. down the, yep. through the floor. Yeah. Kill yourself, respawn inside, and, and grab your loot. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's... There, there, was, uh, there was other stuff where you had uh, XP on kill in Division 1 as well, which is a stat. Which was great for getting the field proficiency caches. So every time you leveled up, when you're a max level, you get a cache, which has two items in it. There was a way that you had Seeker Mines, which turned into, like, little explosives that go after enemies. Hmm. And if you did a multi-kill, you'd get a bonus XP. So what people would do is they would run the mission in hard mode, so it'd be a little easier to kill one tap. They'd start the mission from outside, so where you like choose your uh, your group and their matchmaking. They'd throw their skill into the mission, stay at that door, kill the first group that was standing there, just having a conversation, get the multi-kill with the XP bonus, reset it, throw the skill again. Oh my god. Your skills would get constantly reset on resetting the mission. So you'd have a reset skill build. Boom, throw it again. Reset. Boom, throw it again. People are getting like 100 caches in an hour. Jesus Christ. There was one of that in Division 2 there for a while where you could do... Uh, when they did the part where you could go back to New York. And there was one of the... Uh, one of the sections, like one of the spawn points, you could go into downtown. Oh, that's and right. And it was that waterfall. It was that waterfall farm for uh, the Lady Death. Mm -hmm. That same spawn point that you would go down to farm, you would take off to the one side and there was like a boat beached in the middle of the street. Oh, yeah. And there I would be enemies that. farmed there. You could just run up there, kill all those guys, get a proficiency cache because the first guy you killed off spawn would always guarantee a cache. Reload the spawn point, go back, go yep. back to the boat, kill the guy, get another cache, go back yep. to the spawn, get the boat. <laughs> kill another guy get another cash i did that for like nine hours one day i remember and i ended up yeah i remember were, sending him screenshots of like all oh, this i loot, randomly it, it's so that that's stuck in the middle of the crossroad right yep. yeah you got it safe point yeah the control point right near it yep that's yeah. exactly it yep yeah Dude, i remember that one yeah man and here's the i think the main theme that we're talking about here is that boss sponginess and enemy sponginess made you want to use glitches because it was the whole thing it made the game gear. it made the game less efficient like you couldn't uh, it wasn't really the the like bunch spot like the bosses being like spongy is fine it's just that if they hit you so hard yeah. that you cannot even stay out of cover when it's a cover based game sure but you got to be able to shoot sometime back yeah but you can't do that for 2 seconds it just ruins the game right so that's what it was and it forces the community to want to use glitches because of course yeah why would you not take the most efficient route? if gear is hard to get okay let's 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 go over gear real quick because let's talk about the amount of percentages that you had chances of getting gear and that's the worst this is the thing that got me off of division two because if you spend let's say you you work a full-time job and then you spend let's just say 20 hours a week grinding for gear and you make one build that's not even the best build, but a build that mm -hmm. finally works. 
to they functioning build. Functioning yeah. build. They reset it and they nerf your build. You have to restart. So what's better? That you spend oh. another 20 hours to grind a new build? Or is it better to use a glitch and get it in five? I mean, it's, yeah. it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. It's always, Division 2 always had a problem. I That's what got me to stop. It was the fact that I spent all this time making a build. And it wasn't even the like most efficient best build, just a build that would get me through shit. And I was just getting into Legendary. And they nerfed my fucking build. I'm like, I just spent all this time. I was going to say, I remember, so I remember specifically, he was doing two builds and I built like three or four because I time snaked more than he did. He was also playing Destiny yep. and mm -hmm. something else at the time. World of Warcraft. Still, wow. Yep. Yeah. World of Warcraft. And so I was playing uh, and I built Striker. I built Patriot. Yep. And then I built like a combination, like the highest DPS M1A build you could try to do. And I didn't even have all of the percentages and like the double right. stack perks set up right. But uh, he had like a striker build and then he was going for like a tech heal build. Yep. That way, because I was super spongy, I would just deal damage and just wreck shit. And then I would go down mm -hmm. a lot. And I had an LMG they, heal build. That's what I was going yeah. for. Just tons of bullets. Nerfed, yeah. They nerfed like one of the, they nerfed the cooldown on like the healing or something of it. You just thought it was dog shit. And you were like, dude, I'm done. Yeah. I was like, fuck this. I just spent all this time and I wasn't yeah. even doing exploits. I was just trying to run stuff like on my off time. Like I'm just trying to get items. But this is what annoyed me. You get an item. Let's say you get a gun and it gives you two percentage rolls. We were lucky. You had to get, first of all, you had to get a very high percentage roll. If you're lucky, and it's probably gonna be one of the three stats, like let's say you're trying to go for crit. Well, maybe it's a total maxed out crit. Great, awesome. But you could only reroll one other stat. So if you got maxed out crit, I but liked was like the fact some other bullshit. Could, I liked the fact that you could library stats. Yeah, that yeah, was cool. That you could store that, like say you have max LMG damage, max crit rate, max crit damage, mm -hmm. max like maxed uh, accuracy control, maxed like. The, the, I liked that you could store all of those for the different weapon types, the different like ADS acceleration. I don't think that was actually a perk. I don't know why I said that, but mm -hmm. like there was this different like you could stack all of your library perks. And then if say you had a gun with two decent rolls or one God roll and one like good roll, then you could just fix the third one, even if yep. it was dog shit to make the gun good. But that means exactly. you have to get so much loot to make that happen. And that's what yeah, got that me. that just comes with time. Yeah, and that's that's what got uh, I, me. I'm gonna shock you, baby. <laughs> Look at the Discord for a second. Okay, what you got? <laughs> that's his time on Uplay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we are looking at, for anybody, we're not looking on screen, but I, he has- I have that playtime. 2,190 hours of playtime. I still have some, uh, some of my gear sets are still not all God rolled. S I only have one that's this, God rolled. That is obscene. Like, that's what I'm talking about. So Which if, sets God rolled? Dude, and so it, imagine- it's not, it's not even a set. It's a mix of a bunch of items that add up to like, Good damage. Let's just say it right. that way. So what I don't understand, this is this is what division. It was I felt it was the same in division one, but they didn't do nearly as much nerfing. And I feel like division two, they kind of just went off the <laughs> rails, man. I and this is my personal opinion. So, and of course you have two over two thousand hours in the game. So please correct me if I'm wrong. But this is what frustrated <laughs> me about the game is that on top of having to get good rolls, on top of the amount of scarcity of loot in the first place, on top of the amount of time it took to kill bosses and enemies on harder difficulties, and then getting banned if you glitched, like, 
and then the nerfing of the gear that you just spent all that time getting. Yeah. All that combined. But that was all before you, before you, that was when you were still playing. Mm -hmm. Loot drops very often now and, and That's good. at regular high numbers. It's just that we still have issue with the rainbow loot, which is like you get weapon damage, skill damage, and like health roll on it. Right. And then you can only reroll one of those things. Yeah. yeah. That so that I see what the developers are trying to do with that, because not static rolls or it's not just pure RNG. You do have some choice. But the problem yeah. is if the gun rolls are not Maybe they drop in a lot, but if you get, it's like a Destiny blue item, you know, like you're using it let, for the let, power level if, to level up gear, but you're not yeah. gonna keep a blue item. Like it just. Let, let's just say that if you start playing now again, you'd probably get geared in about three, four hours. Okay. You get decent gear. Yeah. But if you if want you're going that... for the nitpicky stuff, right? Hi. You're gonna you're gonna have to look at like five, six hundred hours on top of that, easily. Yeah, dude. That's that's the problem, and that's for one build. And then if they come yeah. out and they nerf you during title update twenty eight, yeah, what you experienced fuck. was the gear two point What they did was they yes. rotated everything. Yeah. Dude. So mm. what is known as wyvern set right now is the skill tier set. It used to be the one that added, for example, SMG damage. Mm -hmm. So they mixed up everything. They turned whatever was LMG damage into skill damage. Yeah, similar to damage into... with Beyond Light. Did a bunch of sunsetting of old gear. Yep. You logged on and you're like, okay, I'm gonna play with my SMG build today, and it was just a whole mix of healing. Yes, dude. <laughs> I, cause I had to, I know I made a I made a I was working on a one shot striker build. My favorite build was the LMG damage build. I made that because it was awesome. You could do suppression. And ton, like a shit ton of damage, I was burning down bosses like crazy. And I, it took me like two months just to build that thing up and get it to where it was. The next update, my LMG was healing. I was like, the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> I was like, I went into a, yeah. a piece of content a day prior. They made I was they made Patriot it. a healing build for a while, and then everybody was like, what the fuck? Dude. Well, it's you can use it as a healing build, but the way it works is different. For example, you have the the flags. For example, yep. if people hit the target with a, I think it was the white flag, they heal themselves. Mm -hmm. Now you could run a whole true patriot set with healing repair skills, so you have your regular drone or whatever you want to use for healing. Plus, when they shoot the target that you're shooting, they also heal. But your healing skills themselves won't buff that. Hmm. It's just a little extra. Got it. I mean, that's the thing though. Is like, I just don't like when. All right, let's. I'm going to compare this to World of Warcraft because that's the closest approximation I can get. A lot yeah, it's, of it's also one of the main, main reasons why I got into the game in the first place because when Division 1 was kind of starting to be made, you know, they showed the E3 trailer. I, I was hooked right away just on the E3 oh, trailer alone because I was looking for years for something that I love, which is mm -hmm. MMOs, mm -hmm. and something I also love is FPS games and have them in one. Right. Now we see yeah Destiny, but that wasn't console. I didn't have a console back. Right, then. right. That's um And then go ahead. When, when they announced that, I was like, yes, this is gonna be in and on top of that, it was also of the Tom Clancy's yes. series, which I was also playing Rainbow Six Siege at that time, you know? It was yeah. Just, it's a, it was like I mean, cool, it's gonna be that. The concept was awesome. I remember the videos, the Division One videos they were showing yeah. of the like. I was like, "Holy shit, this is gonna!" I was so hyped for Division One. I played the hell out of Division One. I love Division One, but so World of Warcraft. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna set up my yeah. argument here a little bit. So, <laughs> in World of Warcraft, a lot of people bitch that a lot of classes don't get tuned a lot, and that 
um, gear is always an issue, right? And yeah. So with class balancing, for example, instead of like every title update in Division 2, where they change classes or up, down, damage, whatever the case may be, World of Warcraft, they don't really touch a lot of classes and sweeping moves unless something's really out of whack. Like a warlock is, a, a destruction warlock is doing just absurd amounts of damage. Then they'll nerf it quickly and to be in line. But they really are calculated with every how everything synergizes, and they don't make these sweeping changes. And, and if they do, they were going to let people know well in advance. Because the one big thing you don't want to do is play Priest, and then all of a sudden Priest gets nerfed into the ground, and that's your one character. Now you're fucked, right? So they're very conscious yeah. of that. Now, here's what they did, and I wish this is what Division 2 would do. Um, during Battle for Azeroth, they had a really big problem with gear. And the biggest issue was that gear would drop from a boss, you knew what item level it was going to be at, but yep. they had a problem. Sometimes you'd wear lower item level things because it had a certain corruption modifier on it that was random rolled that might be better than a higher item level piece of gear. So you had item level, I don't know at the time, 305 doing more damage than a Let's compare it to what it is right now, for example. I'm sitting at right. 195 as an example. Right. Exactly. So you'd be you'd a get lower... a corrupted piece uh -huh. and, and it'd be a right lower item platform. level. Mm -hmm. But yeah. And then on top of and that, you'd be looking for a mythic plus group and they'll be like, hey, this dude's uh, item level is not adding up here, buddy. Here's where <laughs> things get even worse. And this is why they changed it moving into the new expansion now. Yeah. Is that they had hard pieces of gear with randomized rolls. They had corruption level gear that could drop that didn't always drop. So corruptions were rare. They would drop. And then you had something called Titan Forging, where an item that. could, the item level of an item, let's say from a world boss, Zion, me and you are running the same world boss, we're in the same group, we kill the same boss the exact same time. I can get an item level 315 piece of gear, and you can get the same piece of gear that's 345, because it's yeah. Titan Forged. And so now, what happened is people would just get on every week, run the rant, like the lowest level raids and the lowest item level uh, mythics just to get a Titan Forge piece. And they didn't have to do higher content. So you see, it just became way too casual. It, it broke the game. It basically broke it. So the next update, they switched all of it, but they let everybody know months and months in advance. Division two pissed me off because I would get into the game one day and I would have this awesome destruction build that took me months to build. And then the next day, it's crap. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> what? Like, I just spent all this energy, time and random roles and running, yep. you know, missions and PVP. I'm doing all the stuff you're telling me as a developer to do to get these items, to give me just a loot box chance at getting these items. And I finally get them. I finally have them. And the next day, gone. And so that's, think that's also the, the, the issue they're not able to embrace somehow in the game, which is like I've been playing World of Warcraft. I got late into the new expansion Shadowlands. I mm -hmm. got like late, like two or three weeks, but I was like, okay, maybe it's time to go give it a try. And I still managed to catch up with my friend, mm -hmm. which is like gear score 201. I'm at 196 now. That's good. You're higher than me, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and. I could tell that, like, from my day one of getting the 60 to where I'm right now, compared to, like, doing the daily missions and stuff, my character is million times stronger. Oh, yeah. I could tell he's just, like, going through content so easily. Like, I've gotten to a point where I can just, like, even with my DPS build, just go into Blood Death Knight, which is what I've gone for. Mm -hmm. 
and just tank uh, a, ran a daily heroic just for anima. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I would not be able to do that with the, the starter gear that you get at 60. No, at all. absolutely not. So there's, they're showing true, clear progression, and it, you, they've, they're valuing your time. Because yeah. with the new expansion, it's like you know where to get gear, and they still give you some carrots on the stick, but like, for example, if you want a legendary, you can run Torghast. You know exactly where you have to go. It gives yeah. you a certain amount of soul ash, and then after a couple weeks, you can get your legendary. It's boom, boom, boom. This is how you do it. You can run a raid. You can do raid finder, but if you want that 195 piece of gear, you gotta do normal. Mm -hmm. With a little bit harder exactly. stuff, but you gotta do normal. It gives you, this boss drops these items. And if you don't get it this week, you know, try again next week, right? But it gives you, once that thing's done, it's checklist, it's done. Division two is like, run this until your eyes bleed, and then you might get lucky on an item that might be god rolled, yeah. or it might not be god rolled, and then we're not, we might nerf it tomorrow. You, Fuck you. You might be you know? 0.6 of a percent off of <laughs> yeah. god roll. Or, Which or, is and then where tomorrow... I'm at with a lot of my gear sets, where yeah. it's just like, everything's god roll except that little backpack that has 0.5% off, and then now they've introduced which is what was the death of Division. Oh, here comes. The optimization station. Oh, that controversial. Division one. That's right. It, it didn't kill Division 1, but it meant the end of the game. Yeah. Let and me, um, you guys keep talking. Let me write it back. Let me use yeah. the bathroom. Continue on your point. Right. I'll come, I'll catch up. So the optimization station, they put that in the game so you can like optimize your god rolls. You can just like use whatever blah, blah currency to like min-max your stuff. So now you can just go into a mission, get weapon damage, crit chance, crit damage piece, decently rolled, farm the rest of the materials to ma max it out. You have to weigh oh. out, you have to weigh out what what you think is better time invested, either grinding for the material or grinding for a better piece. Interesting. So they yeah. So they give you the option to just hey, do you want to max this out? Go get this stuff. But the problem is that it's way too expensive. And they have been mm. talking about nerfing the cost, but that's just going to even kill more of the community. That just that just means you're lessening. Yeah. The point of the game is to grind to keep grinding, but... I love you... grinding the gear. I loved finding that, even if it was a stupid, pointless thing to do. Find the piece that has 0.5% more crit chance than the current one that I have. Even though it was pointless to do, because it's It was still that minuscule... Chance dopamine hit of yes yes like yes i have everything god rolled whoop i i could show it off now but yeah having an optimization station kills that feeling for many people including me that love grinding that gear and then showing it off to your friends like hey dude look at this look look at this god roll that i got you yeah. know and that's they killed a part of the the community that loves that yeah. that loves the grind but they made it so expensive that the people that have all the gear but just need that 0.5 percent which is including me that's just want to min max it without spending another 200 hours in the same mission or whatever you know just let me just click and do it and they made it too expensive they made it for example you need 300 of that and yeah it's, it's just ridiculous it's hours and hours of farming non-stop yeah. even I, to get that they i think at the end of the day, I think they got the farming wrong. And I know that's kind of controversial because the game is about farming, but they missed what farming's supposed to be. It's, it's like you said, when you finally get that item, it's that awesome feeling of like, yes, I finally got it. And you know what you're, you're building towards something and you're one yeah. step closer to that build. 
where the difference between World of Warcraft and Division 2, in, in World of Warcraft, that feeling is when you kill the boss, not the items that get dropped from the boss. I can't name a single fucking boss from Division 1 or Division 2. Not a single one by name. Me because neither. they don't... <laughs> and I played 2,000 hours, I can't. They, they don't matter. It's the loot that they drop. It's the completion. Yeah. But in World of Warcraft, it's like you, you down something as a group. When you run a Mythic 10 and you clear that final boss, you're just like... Yes, Spires of Ascension, fuck you, plus ten. Like, yeah, you know, I can name, I can name the dungeon. I know what the bosses do. I know, for you example, know. I know out of my head. I don't know why I know it, but I know it. We're stuck at, for example, because the guild I'm in is just casual. We're mm -hmm. just like we don't care about the, the, the getting first or whatever. We're stuck at Inerva Ooh. because some people just don't understand going to the orbs and everything. Yep. you know, and uh, yeah. But you know the like, boss, and you know when you yeah. clear it, the whole group gets that, yeah! De Destiny 2, same thing. When you run a raid and you clear the boss, the gear is a, a bonus, but getting that clear is important. I remember at the beginning, raiding with you and Destiny, we were doing the the first raid, remember the hamster wheel thing? Dude, we were both the dogs, running the, the hamster wheel fight? at the beginning. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. And that's the thing, it's like, you. So Division 2 though, no, I don't even rem like. I barely remember the story. Take back DC. That's the only thing I get from Division Two. Yeah. Take back DC, and then some dudes in black show up with helicopters and are, are bad guys. Why they're bad and guys? I, I and don't I know. have suggested to the developers like stuff that I've learned in World of Warcraft. Like for example, the Great Vault is an excellent thing they should have done with the optimization station. Force people to do content for loot. Yes, 100%. That's what the great vault is for. It's like you either can do Raid Finder and get an item. You can either do Mythic Plus, get an item. Mm -hmm. You can either do PvP and get an item. Or yes. just do Raid. They could have done with the same with Optimization Station. Just every week, allow a player uh, to optimize a weapon, 100% god roll of their choice, one item per week. And they, they have something to look forward to. But make it that, for example, they need to kill 10 rogues in the Dark Zone. Yeah. They need to clear five landmarks in the Dark Zone. Yes. They need to clear five floors in Summit. Then they need to do uh, one legendary run. Um, Dude, I, you are speaking my language right now, man. That is exactly... It would force people to play your game the way you want them to. You want them to explore content, whether they like the content or not. It's there to... You never know if they end up liking it or not. Either way. Exactly. You know, they, yeah. Dude, it's so... It's such a... It's a missed things. opportunity, yeah. and that's that's what I'm frustrated about with Division Two. And Zion, you could probably agree with this, man. It's just the missed opportunity because uh, we've been shitting on Division Two, but let's talk about some great things. Like the world is awesome. The 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 yeah. world creation, the way they've done it. I love Division One. What was graphically dark. the optimization was pretty good too. Yeah, like, it was optimized. It, game. It the, wasn't made, very taxing. You remind could play. you, they might they made a unique graphic engine just for Division. Yes, Snowdrop was, engine just dude, for Division alone. It, like, they made an engine. Game, yeah, graphically that game could be optimized for 60, 120, 144 without a lot of hardware like yes i had a 1070 with an i7 8700 and i was able to float that game at 100 to 120 fps constant without drops yeah same and i'm playing it with a 1660 super at medium to high settings at, at 100 frames plus and dude it's a beautiful game it looks great the item is the 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 i loved how the characters look so like the customization of your characters looks great the way you can get new stuff i mean i got we're in the, loot the early later. version of that game i got like army of two vibes 
Yeah. When oh, you're yeah. like first building your character. Oh yeah. 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 And then as like you got progression and then they was like, oh yeah, where your striker kid or where your Patriot kid or where your like couple of the like as you changed your backpack or whatever, you could transmog some stuff eventually and then Yeah. Hundred like, percent. They added that, that to cool. the game as well. You could transmog all your loot now to look like something else. Yeah. Yeah. So they had the itemization, this beautiful world and and even playing like really intelligent um, like dungeon design, like how they set things up and how you can like how the AI would push you at certain levels. Like yeah. the damage was weird, but I mean, just if you take the game at its face value, like uh, you bought a graphically amazing game with like the world felt alive and they did a much better job of making it feel alive in Division 2 than they did in Division 1. I thought I thought it was awesome, but it was shallow because there was only one focus. There was one Lord of Division 2 and that is gear percentage that's it everything else is meaningless like don't get me wrong the the game itself even though because i i've i see a different view of the game because i've spent this many hours absolutely yeah but someone who starts from like zero hours played can easily invest 300 400 hours before they've even finished all the content yeah yeah so that's a lot of hours before you're that's a lot of like if you put that into like let's say your 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 salary hours compared to what you're investing into the game price wise it's it's a no-brainer yeah like oh, you yeah. gotta level up your character you if you're gonna take it like from the complete zero standpoint view approach like you start division one and then you go into division two right after that you can get up to 800 hours Easy. just to learn the story and see where it's going and because the story does continue yeah it does progress it's not like in destiny I, I don't know i don't remember the story in destiny one but i don't know if they continue the the story where it ends in destiny one to destiny two they kind of no not really because they really do they, they? they do <laughs> no i mean like world of warcraft has like an overarching story but it's so yeah. convoluted because it's all these years later but now now they're kind of beginning in this multiverse kind of stuff where they have just to end up anywhere now it's like you know? any um it's like a i saw this perfect meme it's like a dnd game where it's like the first yeah. first couple missions you you start you have to kill the goblin king and then by you know session 800 it's like you must destroy this god before he kills this god so it's like you know the same thing now where exactly. like the first couple bosses in, in classic wow was you know basic it's just like we got to go here because they're threatening azeroth Ooh. and now it's like there's also a moment where the the base version of division 2 when warlords wasn't out yet was three dollars yeah people were still complaining about the game while having purchased it for three dollars yeah i know and we were just like how can you complain for the game for three dollars you, yeah. There's there's pre-access games that you wouldn't even buy for three dollars. Oh, I know. Yeah, you went to an early access game for three bucks, but yeah, you got two three hundred hours worth of content for three bucks. Like, who cares, dude? That's just that's solo amazing. play what, the 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 whole thing and and uninstall it. <laughs> exactly. You don't, you don't need to raid. You don't need to do any of that. You can watch someone else do the raid instead. Yeah. There's people enough streaming doing that daily to see yeah. what goes on in the raid. So. That's true, man. Well, so what would you say is the number one biggest issue right now with Division 2 in its current state, like today? PvP. PvP, okay, People, what's going on? So there's status effects to sell, so like burn, bleed, blind, uh, disrupts. They're too strong in PvP. 
I have mm. a fire builder. I can just sticky someone, and I just literally can expect him. He'll die. Oh, just one shot. It's like shoot. Like remember in uh, Burning Crusade where you had the the one tap fire mages that yep. would just be half arcane, half fire, and just shit just pyro blast the shit out of you. Yeah. Yeah, that was just like uh, immo it was, uh, or like the destructive warlock in in thing that would just immolate uh -huh. flag and boom. Immolate just... fear. Immolate fear. Immolate fear. Dead. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That kind. Of, it's kind of that gameplay. So oh. it's just like it's very strong. You do have hazard protection, but even that stat is very broken because they in the description it says um, it reduces the time or duration and damage of status effects. But the way they have done it is, for example, if you think in, in if you read it that wrist. way, if you read it that way, like coming from World of Warcraft, you're like, okay, so if fire does 100k over 10 seconds and I have 20% of hazard protection, it would do 80k over 8 seconds. Right. right? Yeah, makes sense. It, instead, what they've done is that it does the same damage, but 8 seconds. Why? So their way of reducing <laughs> damage is the total damage output. So if I could do a million damage in 10 seconds and they have 50% Hasbro, it's just, it's going to end up being 500,000 because it's five seconds of the fire. Right. That's so stupid. The, yeah. <laughs> exactly. What is happening? So what? if someone's wearing what's called glass cannon, which is a very strong chess piece or a talent to do more damage, but you receive as well, you're amplifying your total damage by 30, but also taking 50% more. If someone's wearing 50% Hasbro with that, the fire damage is still going to get amplified by 30%. It's just going to be five seconds. He's still going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the developers in all of this? Like, what are they saying? Like, what's coming from the developers about I, any of this? I made a video. It's kind of because I'm not experienced in making videos and I kind of talk really slow in AI. I was like, you know, I'm just going to make it anyway. Yeah, paint it in. So I had a buddy wear 100% fire resistant build. Now mm. it's thick. There's a sticky EMP or a sticky bomb, whatever you call it. You can do a burn effect on it. Mm -hmm. I stuck it to him and in the firewall spec, which is a, a new spec which came out after you stopped, mm -hmm. you have a shotgun which is called Firestarter. It reduces the enemy's burn resistance by 50%. Oh. Right? So if I stuck it to him and then shot him with the shotgun, it would activate the, oh, the no. fire. Oh no. So his Hasbro, his has that's what they call Hasbro protection. Hasbro yeah. would be basically 50% at that point. Oh no. But there's also another weapon talent called perpetuation. So if you headshot a target, your status effect duration is increased by 50%. Oh no. And also its damage. So you could negate Hasbro protection <laughs> as a protection completely. <laughs> what I would do is I'd shoot him in the head with the AR, oh, shoot God. the sticky on the floor. And I'd shoot him with the shotgun, so he'd have the debuff. I'd tell him to run over the sticky, so I'd detonate it, and he would take the same damage as anyone else would. And That's... he would have. And I guess it took him maybe 30 hours to get a full Hasbro set. Easy. Let's just say I being don't know generous. How long he, he farmed quite a bit. Maybe yeah, be, he... that's being generous. Let's say they get super lucky. So you spent 30 hours of your life in, getting In general, something... most people have hazard protection builds just from grinding their own build. They like carry extra right. stuff. They're like, oh, this could be useful for another day. You know, that, right. that's how most builds are made. Right. And that's the problem. Like you're too. grinding for something and you find a piece for a healing set. You're like, yeah, you know, what? I'll stick it in the backpack. And So now Division 2, from what I'm hearing, has to contend with the fact that they 
already have a terribly optimized loot system at th at this point. I would call it terribly optimized. Because... Well, the loot system's fine. People can get geared okay. in like a day easily now. So gearing up's not the problem, but then you have to, so you have to grind it's min maxing for... the gear. Min maxing. It. So they have a min maxing. I would call it a min maxing issue then. Does that be a better? Because in Diablo, you could like, of course, Diablo had the same thing, right? You had to, yeah. you, had, yeah. you got your, you had to min max a lot, but you wouldn't have to spend two thousand hours to min max it. No, no, not well in the beginning you did, but not anymore. No, no they opt, they fixed that. But so it makes sense that so the gear is not the issue, then the min maxing, but then you have glitches where like this, like these percentage yields that are a problem. So now you have glitches to contend with, getting the gear, getting the percentages you want, min maxing that gear and then having to contend with the actual glitches and then debuffs that are also an issue yes now. and right, until the, they the fix biggest those debuff the biggest all right so obviously you can have the mentality of if it's in the game use it you yep know, if it's at your disposal use it but mm -hmm. obviously there's a, a thing in pvp called foam well it's in pv as well yep it puts you stuck in place and you can't move yep now people when pvp use that it's like it's it just like a Counter-Strike lobby or like a, I mean, a Call of Duty lobby just starts up. Like everyone is just like, use foam, you're trash, you're dog <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. You're... <laughs> yeah. Because it simply means that you're incapable, at least to them, the receiving, that you're incapable of aiming at someone's face because you have to keep them still. Mm, Why? Okay. Because there's the chicken dancing where people just run around in circles to avoid getting shot. That's a thing from Division 1. It's yep. just something that's been in that's the been game. That's been there forever. And... Yep. It's just the thing in Division. It's a stupid gimmick thing, but it's been there. And I think the developers kept it there on purpose because it was something that PvPers did in Division 1, and it was just... I remember you know, farming... It's, it's the niche. Yeah. Dark Zone at a couple times with Azrael with not the damage glitch M1A, but the, like, the pre-damage glitch M1A build. Yeah. And I had it almost damn near. I had, like, the, the superior glass cannon. I had... Uh, couple of the talents for like marksman rifles and everything were maxed up i had critical damage i had critical like headshot damage shot, like rate mm -hmm. everything i had everything up and uh we had one build where it was like four of us just all m1as and we would just run up as a squad find another team that would go yellow or go rogue and then we would light up one of their guys wait for them to go get their guy and then just light up the whole team yeah, yeah. and People would get mad because we had one guy that did foam and we would fry the loader and then they'd be like, he's got foam, he's got foam. <laughs> and I, I remember, I wish I'd been streaming back then because I would have clipped this so many times. We had like, we had in one like four hour span where we had five or six different teams because we just kept going into different DZs. Yeah. yeah. And oh, dude. And imagine that foam wasn't even used that much back then. It was it was starting to get used because people were running regen builds and running around in circles, getting really hard to hit. Yeah. So they were just have, like, uh, it, it was kind of like an affliction warlock fighting a freaking like blood death knight where the oh, affliction yeah. warlock would just keep like shoot a bit, run around, regen his health, shoot a bit again, run around, regen, you know, yep. it would the... kick off constantly. So to avoid someone from running, you just foam him and dead. Yeah, done. Yeah. The the dumb one that we had was we had another guy that did like the uh it wasn't it was like some kind of armor build that he would just build like a million and a half armor or some stupid thing like that. You would well, see now, so it goes up to two million now. Like yeah. a million and a half is kind of a DPS build even still. Jesus. Yeah. But uh I remember him doing like a like a million and a quarter or something like that. We all thought it was nuts. And then Somebody discovered like there was some oh, no, kind of patch. Was, I, no, I I got this. Let me explain. That was me. 
So I can explain this. That was my LMG build. Okay, so there's a build back in the day. The more armor you had, it was like the it had a rhino on its face. The more armor you had, the more damage you did. So I built literally like you know how those red bar, like the blue, red, and yellow bars. That tablet, by the way, is now called Unstoppable Force, and that gives you five percent weapon damage on killing an enemy. Oh, that's stupid. Back in the day, I understand why they did and it. And it though. stacks up to five times. Gotcha. So I remember, I know why they did it though, because is the more armor you had, the more damage you did. And so I just had an LMG build and I would just sit there and stack, I'm just talking absurd amount of just armor, LMG and uh, crit damage. Uh, not crit damage, uh, headshot damage. So I would do extra damage on headshots. I would do, and then an LMG I had was like a laser beam and I'm shooting just a million bullets at a second here. And on top of that, all my damage amplified. On top of that, I stacked it with the cover build, so that way my damage is amplified when I have more armor and I'm in cover. So now I'm just sitting here behind a car, looking over and just like laser beaming people. And when they're shooting back, I'm not dying. Like <laughs> it was like I loved it, dude. It was so fun. And they nerfed that too, you sons of bitches. Like <laughs> now. For example, glitch-wise in PvP, there's something, apart from foam being frowned upon by the community if you use it in PvP, it is corner glitching. Now, that's uh. a, that's been a thing in a lot of games. Like, for example, in Battlefield, I remember people head glitching. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people think head glitching is avoiding a headshot. It's not. It's actually you shooting your bullets from where your eyes are looking. Like, yes. if your soldier is looking over the wall, you're shooting the bullets from your eyes. Yes. Rather than the weapon pointing over the wall and shooting it, you know? Yeah. I had the same so problem with Halo the other day. There was a guy who's like behind this corner and his gun was pointing out of the corner of this wall. So you could shoot him, but his gun's pointing out so he can shoot you and he can see you. There's you know? a similar situation in Division where if you pull out a shield because there's a gap where your weapon can sit on the side and you use a scope with it at the same time, you can look through the scope past the corner of the wall, but the other person on the other side can't see you. Oh, and when you shoot him, no. When you shoot him, it looks like the bullets are coming out of the wall. Oh, no. <laughs> That's terrible. And every time you're fighting someone and they, they can't stand you winning them, you'll sometimes see them peeking around the corner and then bullets coming out of the corner or out of the wall. You're like, yeah, he's corner glitching. And at that point, that's where I go, okay, I'm taking up my skill build. Right. Because can I just... can just put the sticky at their feet next to the corner of the wall, detonate it, and they'll be on fire and die. Yeah, that oh, that makes and, sense. I mean, I think... The version of that in Call of Duty is just dropping a Molotov on riot shielders. Exactly. Yeah. They just burn. Yeah. Yep. The but there's thing. also riot shield. There's what we call the car door shield in Division 2, which is also kind of frowned upon in the community because they're like, oh, you're very easy to kill. But it's like, yeah, but you're defending your whole body with a shield, and I'm mm. basically shooting a wall. Or have to shoot your hand sticking out from the side, but the the Liberty pistol in the game hits as hard as the M1A did back then. Holy shit! A pistol? Yes, it yeah. will two tap you. Oh yeah, the, the Liberty, Liberty will two. -tap the Liberty's you. the Deagle. Oh, I remember. So people it now. Are running full regen or hazard protection builds with a big shield, so a car door shield, mm -hmm. a lot of armor, intimidate and a Adrenaline Rush backpack. Now, Adrenaline Rush will give you bonus armor depending on the enemies around you, so the little blue bar, Okay. right? And Intimidate will increase your damage done to targets by 35% in 10 meter range if you have bonus armor. Oh. So it's a, passive, it's a passive stat that you're getting for doing absolutely nothing 
just being around enemies and getting so much damage bonus plus on top of your headshot bonus that you have, you're just two-tapping people. That's crazy. Without yeah, them being able to do anything back to you. The counterplay to that would probably be foam that person in place. Is the only thing fire. you do. Fire. Stick a fire on the fire. Because yeah. most people run regen because what they want is to be able to regenerate health when their shield is down. So they run around in circles, wait for their shield cooldown to come back up, and they stick it back up. Okay. Because if they don't have regen and you shoot their hand, they're going to die eventually. Right. I got you. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, man. So most of the time, if they're running around with a big shield, you're like, oh, you're an easy target from a fire sticky, so it just boom. Yep. Is shade rank still like a big thing? Like, is that still. Shade levels are still in the game, but hmm. when, once you reach shade level 1000, which is basically. Uh, the cap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You start getting just points to get scavenging materials. Oh. Okay. Because I remember people doing that dumbass firing range thing. Oh, dude. I remember. And yeah. so. Lev logged off for like a week and then came back and there was and people, people were, were shade ranked like 800 bro, and he I was, was like what the fuck I was so yeah. pissed I come back and of I, course they nerfed it I bumped to like shade rank like 300 or something I wasn't even doing it that seriously I did it when it was still go to stage 3 quit and then go to stage 3 quit go to you stage see, that 3 that was glitching it yeah yeah people were glitching it Dude, I was sitting there. I was and like, people were, people were. Uh, that was like right after that two week ban that or week ban that everyone got for the glitching. Yep, dude. And everyone was like, why aren't they getting banned? They're using an XP glitch right now. Yeah, yeah. and they're like, oh, it's not an advantage over other players. They were like, what? What are you talking they're getting about? Ten percent more crit chance. Ten percent more crit damage. Ten percent more headshot damage. Ten percent yeah. more armor. Ten percent more weapon handling. Ten percent more skill damage. Thanks to the shade level. It's prestige leveling. Dude, it was ridiculous too. Cause I remember I went on vacation. I was a level, I was a like eighty nine or ninety or something like that. Come back and there, I walk. I, I first log on. I'm walking out of the I, White House and I, and I saw somebody who who was like six hundred. I'm like, what the fuck? No, happened? I remember what it was because it was. Uh, we looked at the guy and he walked past us like fully kitted, and I was like, oh, he's got a nice. What the fuck? Yeah. His shade level, it was like 812. It was ridiculous, dude. It just basically yeah. just, I was like, okay. And imagine, there's, there's a buddy in the clan that only plays PvP. He last week got to shade level 1000. The XP gain in PvP is absolutely horrible. I believe it. And he used to PvE a lot. So he got shade level 1000 just through playing PvP? Just a week ago. Jesus. Yeah, just yeah. through. Just the some, sometimes, sometimes when you're fighting, there's like landmarks that show up and you just have to clear them. So he gets XP yeah. that way. Gotcha. Gotcha. Or sometimes he's just like, I'm going to farm an AR today because just, or run a mission. Want to run for because... a roll on a certain AR. Right. Yeah. Or he right. joins the summit for the last few floors because we were doing it. And he's like, you know, we got a spot. You want to join in? You know, he gets XP that way. But you don't get XP itself through killing mm. players. That's weird. Why would they this do should that? Be like, this should be like a World of Warcraft honor system. You know, Absolutely. Obviously, you have your rogue levels, but... Yeah, at least yeah. give you like some kind of prestige level for, you know, like, oh, you said honor levels or sub something, anything. Give us titles, I don't know, like Rogue Hunter or... Uh, yeah. A piece of gear. Killer like, or Agent Killer, whatever. Yeah, or at least know, like some transmog or something, because like, for example... There, there well, is transmog. There is transmog. Like, okay. conflict for that. Okay. Like, that's good. When you could... When they released the legendary raids, there was an item. There was like a white armor set. I remember I got mm, the cap yeah. and something else I got before the, whole, the whole damage glitch thing. Like I got the cap and something else. And that was part of why I was pissed is because those items, you could only get the transmogs from completing each individual legendary raid. Yep. 
Gotcha. And I got two of the five or six, and I was like, what the fuck? Right. No, it's weird, though, man, because, like... Like, you get the hat and the chest piece from one, you get the legs and the right. whatever from the other one. But like, it was the, legs, the funny backpack, thing is and then, like, t-shirt and something else. when they see people with that transmog in the DZ, they're like, that's a PvEer. Let's go get him. Let's go get him. <laughs> I bet, yeah. <laughs> I've seen him. I've seen him. That's the... I will give it to Division, though. Like, Division 1 and Division 2, the PvP is, like, that idea of dark zone is so cool i mean i was it's like there's like that tension because i could give a shit less about world of warcraft pvp I that tension is gone though it's no longer gloomy and dark it's it's it, there's daylight and that's true just... well maybe not i would say the tension of like hey this team's coming up we gotta drop our bag like we gotta connect the bags we get our loot out of here do we want to try and kill them and you don't know if they're thinking the same thing and you're like uh we shoot each other what are we one, doing? for example the the way you could activate rogue was also just starting to shoot someone damage would be nerfed by like 90 percent but oh, it, yeah. the game would register that as like okay you're wanting to fight this agent so if you shoot him once more you're going rogue right and that's what would happen now it's just like you act you like click on your watch it activates I and people can that. kind of predict that and yeah yeah that, dude I, well, we'd, I we'd get that. into firefights where it'd be like two teams are already brawling up there on that bridge and there yeah. was that like broken bridge with the cars going up to the one extraction yep. site yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and we would see a team brawling and then you'd see a team coming from the respawn on the west side and they'd be coming back because they just got knocked out and right as they're coming back, the one team would click back on and light them up from up top. And you yep. just, they yep. would just get fucked every time off spot. Every so time. we call the Anakin out of the high ground. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have the high ground, Anakin. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> that, I, mean, I, remember a, I remember seeing a guy farm. Uh, one guy had like eight pestilences and something else in his bag. He was just farming Jesus. them over oh, and over to boy. put his... And he got killed and you just see the whole yeah. red beam. He yeah. lost yeah. it and they all, got, they all got rip extracted by the other team. And I uh, remember hearing that dude come off spawn just fucking hot mic screaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now, if you take that as space battle, that could be a game by itself. Like, Dude, literally. That's what I enjoyed doing, was going in and just stealing people's shit. Like, that's, yeah, let's go fuck these teams up. Getting reactions from people in the DZ, that's why PvP is fun. But there's, yeah. like, the, the community is so tight now because the player base is small. Everyone Drank. knows each other. And they just trash talk each other to, like, oh, pointless. Bet. And it's, it gets really annoying to where, like, people start, like, literally hating you. It's like, we're, we're a small community. We're a small right. game now. Like, what's the point? That's the same thing that happens in uh kind of go ahead cod lobbies yeah i was gonna say you halo be, too you could yeah well halo's got another one but the halo's always no matter which cod is out there's always going to be millions of people playing yeah it. i'll get yeah. into this i don't even play like i've been a codkin since 2008 i've played every cod except the very first one i've gone all the way back to big red one which is number two mm -hmm. and uh i've every like iteration there's been trash talk lobbies there's been trash talk gamers there's been every which way you can think of and uh i just i in cold war i haven't enjoyed multiplayer or i haven't played warzone just because they have a new companion app that shows you everybody in your lobby's stats oh. so you can see if there's hackers you can see if there's high kda pros you can see like all kinds of shit it's crazy and then what's worse is uh, like 
you've got your average trash talkers, like say you go into S and D and you just sweat your butts off. That's where K State and Future like to go when they play cold, like COD mm-hmm. every year once in a while, because they just go into S and D and sweat right. and just talk shit. In between rounds, you have ten to fifteen seconds of ah, you suck. You couldn't hit that <laughs> shot on me if you tried. How's it like dying to a cross hack throwing knife, bitch? Like all that kind of stuff. But then you've yeah. got like I'll go into zombies and I've been enjoying zombies a lot and playing that with my friends. I only play zombies in private matches because if I queue normal zombies, people are trying to do the Easter eggs and stuff. I don't give a damn about the Easter egg. I'm just right. trying to farm the guns out and work on camos. Right. And meanwhile, I've got you toxic shitter ass piece of shit. Like, why didn't you pick me up? Why did you open that? Why did you, you take I, ray gun and you're not even pack a punching right. it or like, it's so stupid. I remember enjoying, um, advanced not not advanced warfare the the late not the latest one the one before that that had the war zone in it i can't remember Black, like, modern, modern warfare, was modern modern warfare? warfare? yeah, yeah modern warfare yeah i had so i purchased the multiplayer one because i i liked the whole idea it was back to modern and and you mm-hmm. know no exoskeletons yes and whatever not i was enjoying multiplayer a lot i was you know getting average good kd they come out with Warzone, and then i'm like oh god please Please make it a separate client with separate code because now you're going to fuck up a game that I purchased by letting Chinese and Russians and, and not to like generalize the public, but mostly it is from the that side of the world where hackers are making True. cheats for the game. Yep. Well, like it or not, I'm not saying that Europeans yeah, or not, Americans don't do it. It's, yeah, the, it's not a generalization. It's just so, a lot of hacks come yeah, from there. But they they made it the same client, so people that were getting these cheats for the free version could also just like, you know, they 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 fucked up the multiplayer aspect. Yeah, too. that's true. Because people bring the the same cheats into multiplayer. Yeah, that's and the thing. that's where I stopped. I was like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I feel you, and that's. So Halo has like the same kind of community where there's not really a lot of surprisingly after all these years, there's not a ton of Halo cheaters, believe it or not. Like regardless of 343 and how I feel about them and even Bungie back in the day, like their net code was rock solid, but the community is toxic as fuck. They are <laughs> so toxic. It's always been toxic. Even if you are yeah. being, even if you're good and you have the most kills on your team, if you're losing, they will come and teabag you every single time. And then they will send you met. I've never gotten so much hate mail ever. I've never seen somebody like Yin, Yin Vogt, always gets hate mail. He is like, we have literally in our di- my discord, we have a salt we have mine. We have the salt mines. It's literally called a salt mine of all the chat salt that is going on. We like, have one in our Discord that we call the Wall of Shame, yeah. <laughs> where if someone calls us a hacker cheater, it's getting a screenshot, boom, in there, and we say, we won, What's... you called us a cheater, boom, yep. it's done. You yeah. lost. Yeah, we have, uh, we have the salt mines, and we literally have, Yin, your Chinese, nice nice hacking, China number one asshole. Yeah, like, dude, it's terrible. Like, like, there's so many occasions where we'll get like, Yin, you fucking hacker. Yin, you suck. Like, oh my God. and then on the flip side of that, we had him on the podcast. He's had people try to buy because when Xbox did a reset, inactive names went up for grabs. Mm-hmm. He got Yin and Yang. He's had per- people try to send him like bullshit offers to buy the account names Yin and Yang because yeah. you can't get them. Yeah, like buy his <laughs> account. That's crazy. Like he's one of the biggest, most well-known people basically in, in 
I don't know if he's well known now, but he was back in the day for Halo. And even then they were still saying he's a hacker, he's a piece of shit and all this. And they just do it. It's constant. And people now on Twitch, like they will leave a lobby and come talk shit to you in chat. Like it's the only place I've never played another video game where they're just going to come in like to chat and just start talking trash. I'm like, what is happening right I've, now? I've had that as well, where, for example, I don't care about trash talking or banter. Yeah, you know, that's me neither. Just, yeah, it is what it's it is. just in game. Yep. But if I'm playing Battlefield 3, which I was, and <laughs> the people from Division came into my chat to bother me. Yeah. They're like, oh, I farmed you yesterday. And I'm like, I'm not in the mood for this. Boom. <laughs> Banned out of my stream. <laughs> Get out of here. Not the mood. That's great. I mean, <laughs> it seems like the smaller the they community gets. They take it so gets, far. It's like, I why? Know. Why bother? I don't know, man. People have nothing so, better to do. What's funny about that is I had, I've only streamed it a few times, but I was playing Star Wars Battlefront 2, which That's plays through Origin. And at yeah. the time, I didn't have TTV in my name. Mm -hmm. But I was streaming and I was streaming Battlefront 2 and I was doing like supremacy or something. And I kept sniper killing this dude on the other side of the map. Uh -huh. He comes into my stream without knowing that I'm streaming, without knowing that I'm a TTV, without knowing anything. Finds my stream somehow and 10 minutes after that game comes in is like, wow, you really are the ugliest motherfucker alive. Oh, God. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, dude. Thanks. Good to know I'm number one something. Uh -huh. And then he just left like i brushed it off and he just left the chat he didn't yeah. say anything that's a good else answer. yeah at least i'm number one at something yeah that's <laughs> yeah. Good, yeah but that's the thing dude i mean it's weird too it's like i think we want to talk we'll talk about this because we're, we're actually believe it or not it's already been an hour and 48 minutes that's how fast I, I told it's a time machine dude. yeah you just like exactly. get in here um so division two let's go back to it real quick because i want to make sure yeah. we're getting all the points is there anything that we missed in division two that you really want to talk about like if the developers can listen to this podcast and let's just say all of them listen to it like what would you like to say to them work harder on the pvp okay simple as that i mean that that's the main like it like it or not it's part of the end game pvp right. is whether you're into pvp or not it is always going to be a part of the end game like World of Warcraft, the same. You you level up your character from one to sixty. You're gonna end up doing two things: either PVE or PVP, mm -hmm. or you can do both. Yeah, it's an optional thing. You can get geared for P. Like there's people doing mythic dungeons with PVP gear. Oh yeah. Oh, Even yeah. though it's versatility and it's not really useful stat, they're still capable of doing it because they farmed it that way. Yep. Yeah. Get the item level that way. Yeah, and right now we know that Massive Entertainment, which is the company behind or the developer behind the division, is working on an Avatar game. Avatar, as in the uh, like James Cameron the, Avatar. Yes, that Avatar. What? Yes. Why? Interesting. They're working because they're, they're working on MMO. like four. They've got three MMO? more movies in production. Yes, it's an Avatar MMO. Okay, I played an Avatar game that came out for PS4, and it was trash trash i don't i barely they're gonna I, be using an updated snowdrop engine for that game as well oh avid wait avatar world in snowdrop that's snowdrop gonna be engine. dope dude okay now and i was actually is. gonna ask is there any games you're looking forward to in 2021 i was looking forward to world. outriders I'm oh. looking forward to that as well. Oh, you gotta, but you person, I have the man. feeling it's going to get the same treatment as Anthem. It's going to get super hyped up. Mm. And then it's going to go. 
don't know if it'll have the same yeah. cyberpunk effect, but it looks good from what I've seen. Yeah, but Anthem looked amazing as well. That's like, true. I'm Iron Man, I'm flying through the skies and look at all this exploration. And then there was no end game. Nope. Yes. Zero. And the thing that put me off from Outriders is that there's no confirmed PvP right now. Ooh. Yeah, so when you're done so with the PvP, PV only game. Yeah, isn't that there? Wasn't there a game you were playing Zana with like the gods and that like died immediately? Godfall. 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 There's yeah. no PvP in that either, right? No, it's just dungeon running. Yeah, so I mean, I hate to say it, but PvP is the true end game, and hater and love it. Like Destiny Two is going through it right now too, because Destiny Two uh, is. They've just basically forgotten PvP, and everybody's like, well, PvPers are just you know, being mad and angry. It's like, well, guess what? When there's content drought, what do people do when they've done farming all this stuff? They go PvP, because that's... Yeah. It's like, no one's sitting here playing Halo campaign for 10 years. Like, you go play Halo campaign, you beat it, you do your challenges. GTA huh? doesn't have a PvP community, True. per se, but... Once you finish your story mode, what are you going to do? Online. What are you going to do online? Either kill people, do races, or start 100%. a gang, or, you know, yeah. role play, whatever. So, yeah. as far as Outriders, I think it's not going to get PvP, which mm. to me is fine. The reason being is it gives me the same vibes of drop in, drop out as a Borderlands or mm. as a Remnant from the Ashes. Mm. So, that game they're both very just dungeon crawler go yeah. to you get your loot look for certain farms you don't have to get the certain farms like everything will kind of uh you'll just farm and you'll get whatever you need to work with the skill trees are interesting to me like the technomancer the other one uh they have literally the the holy trinity of healer dps mm, tank yeah those are your options to play and then they have technomancer and then they have uh one other one and i don't remember what it is i think it's some kind of like sniper thing but what attracted me to that game when I first saw it is the two-minute trailer I saw of it immediately had my attention because it looks like it's got a division world system. Ooh. It's got Destiny-style random roll loot drops, mm -hmm. but it's got Gears of War art style. Like, the shotgun the guy used in the first trailer literally looks like the Nasher shotgun from Gears of War. Yeah. So, it, But don't you think it'll go the way of Godfall? Because if it doesn't have... It's all going to depend on what the end game looks like then, really. Yeah. I mean, depending. I, I mean, mean, and they can it'll it I I don't want to say it's going to flop before it comes out. I'm hopeful it's good. It, we've yeah. got till April 1st to find out and then I know I'm not the only one. I may or may not have already pre-ordered that game because mm -hmm. I, I well I just... so how I pre-ordered that game was I got my refund for Cyberpunk already. Ah, I gotcha. So that's what I was going to say. I oh just thought they looked at cyberpunk and that they were like, okay, we must not go down the same rabbit hole. Dude. Of, of, of seven years switches. of what the fuck have we been doing? Dude, it's like, all why Greece. make a new gen game and put it on older gen consoles? Like, uh, uh, to me, it's like, okay, let's take, for example, World of Warcraft and let's make it run on a PC that's 10 years old. Yeah. The current World of Warcraft, it would it would bog no. down. Mm -hmm. Hundred percent. Classic would work, but the new one, no, it, it's, it yeah. just doesn't work. No man. Oh, they had the same problem with uh, uh, Destiny One because they had it where it was still playable on Xbox 360 and Xbox One and PS3 and PS4. Yes. But what this what Outriders looks to me is it looks like Square Enix and I think the other dev is uh, it's something can fly. It's like people can fly or something like that. 
Um, it looks like Outriders is Square Enix's hold off until the next Final Fantasy comes out for PC and PS5. Which is never going to be final. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. I saw this, the trailer for that for Next Gen looks great too, man. I'm hoping that that next Final Fantasy is good. But I, I'm i looking forward to New World. Are you thinking about getting New World, man? I mean, to, to what year have they delayed it now? What, 2022 or something? Did they delay it again? Those sons of bitches. I didn't even know that. They were, it they was supposed to only come out this year, I think. I don't think they banned it again or they they? bumped it again. Delayed. Hold on, I'm looking that up. Amazon New World. Let's see what you got. I believe they delayed it to like 2022. No, it's 2021. Okay. That's still the end of year. the year, I guess, then. I think it's probably the end of the year. Just kind of like... Uh, holiday, again. Like, uh, what was it? Uh, Halo Infinite. They did it for Halo Infinite, too. For example, there, there's something I know with World of Warcraft that usually, like, after four years of an expansion, in September, that's when they launch Every time, dude. It's usually yep, three or four years. Time. Depends on how good yeah. their content trip has been. Um, and that's the hard part. Content trip yeah, of World for, of Warcraft is always weird. For example, we... we well, it's not confirmed, but we have a very high suspicion because of how dry Division 2 is right now that they're already working on the Division 3. Mm. Because uh, Division 1 and Division 2 have a three-year lifespan in between them. Uh. So 2016 to 2019, so you're that's thinking, the lifespan. You're and now next year. It's, exactly. That, this year, or end of the year, we might actually be seeing some trailers or footage or images of Division 3. Oh, that'd be nice. I wonder, I mean, those still but use... Division 2 definitely still has a year lifetime. Hopefully. So we, I mean, if it doesn't yeah. die... What do, you think the, what do you think the population is right now? It can't be great. Well, if you can look, like, for example, at Twitch alone, if you go to, like, how many viewers it has, I think it averaged daily around 700 to 1,500, maybe? Okay. That is not a lot. No. And that's people watching. Yeah. So, and then most of the player base is on console. Uh, because it's just, you know... How it is. Easier to get access to and... Right. No, I think it's, um... What do you... I, uh, well, I want to have you back on in, the, in a couple months too, and we'll talk more about Division Two and yeah. see what other crazy changes they've freaking exactly. done. You know, I, it, if they've made any, if they've made any, yeah, I don't know. So we'll we'll make sure. But so uh, let's wrap this thing up, man. Uh, where can people find you? Where can they watch you? Where can they see your content, man? Well, Dutch Riot everywhere, basically. Dutch Riot <laughs> everywhere. Easy peasy, yep. man. I'm gonna shout you out real quick yep. in chat. Uh, for everybody who's listening on Spotify, Bro. make sure to please just uh, Google Dutch Riot and you should find them. Uh, but twitch.tv <laughs> forward slash Dutch Riot if you want to watch them live. Uh, socials as well, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Got Same. it. Dutch Riot as well, man. So make sure you follow him when you can. Zion, where can they find you, man? Co-host and uh, great guy. TTV Zion Yeet and Twitter. Uh, I'm trying to get more better on my socials, but it's still slow baby steps I'm getting just there. just show like uh just hard hats or something i don't know yeah, just weird. say that you know if, if you look if you're bored right now because of you know covid you're stuck at home and you're you're kind of the guy that likes looters you know just grinding gear division is cheap right now you don't need to get warlords you can get that later on but you can buy the base game and level up to 30 and see if you want to progress any further but it's definitely a game they can invest many hours in and just hop back on without like expecting a monthly fee or needing to be on at certain hours to get certain loot. Yeah, man. Yeah. And you can pick pick a day and day by day yeah. if you see that's 
set type or that kind of AR. Plus, or... I didn't go over this, but I'll just add it real quick. There's yeah. targeted loot as well. Yeah. yeah. Like the summit, you can set it to whatever you want. If you want to get a assault rifles in a summit, you can set that the whole summit is assault rifles. Yeah. That's... You can stop halfway on the floor and you say, okay, I got the assault rifle I want to change it to chess piece. And yeah. you can change it to a specific brand as well. That's yeah, why looting is so much faster now. You can get in a few hours a decent set. No, so it so they fixed it so that wasn't just daily drops of hey, go here and there's a chance that you'll get this brand or the chance that exactly. you're primarily focused on ARs or LMGs out of this yep. stronghold. You can just That's go cool. to the summit and choose assault rifles until you get the assault rifle that you want. That's great. That's how it should be. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. So yeah, if you guys are looking for a looter shooter, make sure to check out Division 2, man. It's cheap. And like he said, don't you don't have to get Warlords yet. Just try it out, man. Well, so they need some people to check it out. And of course, uh, we're going to have the podcast on Spotify and all that good stuff. I think I have it as... Do I have it as this? I don't know. I have a command. I don't remember which one it is. There it is. We're on Spotify. <laughs> we're also on YouTube. This uh, this episode will be available at least by Tuesday on Spotify, and Wednesday will be on YouTube if you want to rewatch it. And please, please, please go follow Dutch Riot. He's the shit. I've known this guy for years. He is continuously always surprising me with cool shit. And he nice play World of Warcraft, so we gotta play sometime. Uh, you're on EU. We can't play. Crap. Exactly. Crap. All right. At well. least division us cross cross. What do you call it? Uh, cross regional. <laughs> cross regional. Yeah. yeah, man. Well, awesome guys. Make sure to catch us next time. See you guys later. Have a good one.